The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Do you guys see that? Oh, fuck. We saw it. Whoa! Yeah! You shot Twink. I'm sorry, Twink. You didn't get in on that. That was awesome, man! That was fucking... Crazy. I know, right? Let's go finish him off! Oh, thank you so much for joining. Damn, that's scary. My name's Berkowitz. How you doing? I'm the son of Sam. I got a lot of dried milk laying around my apartment. How you doing? Uh, hey, uh, Will, what's, what's the name of the show that we was recording right now? I mean, Mr. Berkowitz, you, you just said it. Damn, that's scary. Oh, no, I did. Oh, I ruined the whole show. Yeah. Oh, I... Oh, no. Greg, how you doing? You suck, Berkowitz. No, no, you suck. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Damn That Scary, where we are going to finally fucking conclude Tromarch. 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 That was kind of Eastery, wasn't it? Yeah. Because we're coming up on, on, that, on that one holiday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with that bloody guy on the cross. Yeah, the, the, the zombie. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, okay. The return of you the... You say zombie, <laughs> the I... Of the living dead. You say zombie, I say deadite. All right, that's fair. Okay, yeah, all right. There seemed to be a little more magic behind it. One thing we know, zombies aren't magic. It's usually a virus. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, Jesus is magic. Yeah, totally. That's true. He'll get you drunk on his blood. Yeah, he will. Uh, guys, how are you guys doing? Good. Fucking great. Yeah, you really guys good. great. Well, how was your week? It was, it was good. No complaints. Hey, I, I love, uh, I love what we did over the weekend. This is the first time the three of us actually got together and watched the movie of the week. And yeah. fuck, that was a good time. It was, it was a really beautiful. good time. Yeah. I don't remember much from the movie, but <laughs> damn, it was good. Uh, and yes, we are talking about Father's Day, Astron 6's Father's Day, which was trauma produced. So yes. this is more, Astron 6 than it was a trauma movie. I wanted to end this month on a high Thank note. God. This is the best trauma movie that we've watched. Yeah. By far. I, I completely agree. Leaps and bounds. And it's Absolutely really, agree. It's, it's not trauma. Yeah. No, it's, it, it, is, it is and it isn't. But before we get into that, guys. No, I, it's not. Yeah. Uh, before, wait, what? It's not. It's not. It's no. not, but it is. It's produced by it, but it's not trauma. Yeah, but it is, though. All right. He had his hand in it. His, his, his grimy paws. That piece of shit. Sticky Kaufman. sticky little mitts. I know you say he's a piece. See, I'm on the fence. I'm like 50-50 with Lloyd. I'm hot and cold with him. I feel like I'd be grossed out shaking his hand. Right. Now that we're thinking about it. I mean, I'd be grossed out shaking anyone's hand in this day and age, dude. Now we just touch elbows. Or we fist bump. bump. Yeah, good old fist bump ski. We tap foreheads. Or air five. Yeah. It's okay if you have a mask on. Yeah, or slap each other's butts. Did that too. I'm waiting for it. Socially acceptable. Just walk up and grab a guy by his dick and say, nice to meet you. You know what I like? I like doing a little hip bump. Ooh. <laughs> it's kind of like the elbow, but you just kind of like, boom. 
All right. Get, get yeah, with that's that. good, man. Especially all that junk in your trunk. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's get those... that started. I want to do that now. Yeah. Do some hip bumps? Yeah. Hip, just hip, hip check everybody? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm with it. You know, softly. Yeah. In a friendly way. You know, like when you shake someone's hand and they really squeeze it and it's like, whoa, okay, you're a dick. Oh, you're you're like, I, I get it. You're yeah, a man. Like, like, oh, geez. Do you, yeah, like stare a hole through oh. my soul. Oh. Like, Man's right, man, are you? Yeah. Like, like some, sometimes somewhere in your life, your, your father or somebody told you like, don't let go until he does. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, assert yourself. All Dominance. Right, all right, asshole. Like your power tie isn't impressive either. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> dude, COVID is the best thing that ever fucking happened to me because I have that thing where my hands get super sweaty. Yeah, true. And then like you're like at a job interview or shaking someone's hand for the first time and I'm like, God damn it, my hand is just saturated. Yeah. So does your feet, so does your feet though. And I've never understood that. Yeah, when we play footsie, I, I know, I always get your soap. so weird. I think the bump is just way more comfortable. Yeah, the bump, the bump is the way to go. Yeah. It's totally the way to go. So we're, like we're living in bump world now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm okay with that. If there's one thing that uh COVID has improved, I think it's key bumps. Touching it's, people. Okay. It's all a little more yeah. bumpy. Yeah, a lot right. of bumps, lumps and bumps, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I will totally lumps ask. And the bumps. I will ask bump you guys all fucking day. Bam, bam. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you down and hold you to that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Must like this movie. Hold you down and rip my shirt off and <laughs> fondle my man chest. <laughs> fuck Manicus. 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 He's coming. All hail the fuckman. Uh, I forgot how the chant goes. Hail the fuck manicus. There you go. Hail the fuck manicus. That's how I, it went. I feel like you were getting kind of hip hop on that. <laughs> I, I saw you bobbing your head. A little bit. The engine, <laughs> engine number nine. <laughs> 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 well, I don't think you went that route. Um, I don't know why. Before we get... <laughs> I really don't. Uh, yeah, before we get into the movie, I got a couple things that I want to talk about. The first thing is, uh, I think it was last week I talked about a movie that I was really hyped up about called Slacks. Okay. Which is a movie about killer jeans. Yeah, you were, really, you were, really, you were really like excited about this movie. I was so excited about uh, it because... I couldn't understand why. Mm, yeah, I didn't get it. No, there is a perfect fucking example. Why? Because the movie Rubber is super good, and it's an inanimate object killing everybody. And uh, the premise is just a killer tire. This movie is about killer pants, but... And, but that didn't, like, segue you into a different movie. It should have just... What? Hmm? What? What? Segue, what are you talking about? That, that didn't make you want to watch something else. No, I wanted to watch Slacks because it was about killer pants. Some people think cucumbers taste better pickled. <laughs> Some people like to slice up cucumbers and put them in water. <laughs> well, dude, it, think about it. All right, so it's a movie about killer pants. That movie should just be over-the-top fun, gory as shit, whatever, and just like a good time. Instead, they shoved a fucking message down your throat about like consumerism and capitalism and slave labor in other countries. Uh, it yeah, had to do with the like... Wrong, that's the wrong... Uh, no, dude, wrong it was all that. about like a 13-year-old girl picking cotton in India that fell into like a shredder. Uh, so her, her body just got chopped up and turned into these... Pants. Wait, she was so, in the wait, pants. Wait a minute. She became okay. the pants. Time out. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. Um. I go what? So in India, there are these. I was about to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in India, there is like special like Indian cotton that's like super high end. It can only grow in this certain climate. Um. And the whole thing is, it's like, <laughs> oh, these pants. The cotton of the Maharaj. <laughs> so, so these pants are supposed to be like ethical. And uh, and no GMOs, organic, top of the line. They're like three hundred bucks for a pair of these jeans, and they conform to your body like perfectly, whatever. Um, 
so it starts. It's like uh, this thirteen-year-old. Uh, it all that ends up being a lie that they actually use like child labor, and she fell into like the shredder, just like the way uh, at the end of Stepfather Three, how they killed the stepfather. Uh, just so like she, what happens in China every fucking day? Every right. fucking day, dude. People fall in those things left and right. Yeah, and I'm, they pretty get, sure, I'm pretty sure we're wearing people right now. I uh, yeah. Possibly, man. You got those sweet chalkline HBKs on there. Kids How many the people stitching. died? They do. The kids do the best stitching because of their little tiny, neat, like, they're, they, have, they have very nice small yeah. hands. Do you remember uh, the end of Snowpiercer? Oh, yeah, dude. The little kid had to go in there to fix the train. There's one thing I've learned. Children are the best at operating heavy machinery. Yes. Yes. Answer, yeah. answer your question. I don't care how many people die in these pants because they are amazing. Oh, they certainly are. Yeah. But they're not haunted by an Indian girl trying to seek her revenge on you consumerism. You don't know that. And sure. honestly, if they were, I feel like that would make kind of an awesome sitcom. So Wouldn't back it? on... Uh, <laughs> uh, so that... Okay. This movie should have just been fun. This movie sucked. All the kills were fucking off screen to where like you would hear someone scream and then blood would hit the wall. Okay, it was I, lazy. My, it was my so main fucking lazy. is how did the pants kill people? Did they have like teeth? Yeah. The zipper like... Oh, so yeah. Uh, there are, was. Are these women's pants or men's pants? Women's. Uh, That's a little different. There were. There was one yeah. good kill in the movie where like a guy loses both of his hands by the zipper and then it like cuts his head off. That was pretty <laughs> cool, but that was the only thing they showed. Like there was one girl that was like getting squeezed to death by the pants because she was wearing it, and I'm like, okay, cool. This is gonna look fun. She was in like a bathroom stall, but then the camera went to the outside of the bathroom stall, and you just saw a bunch of blood fall on the floor. Why? It was just shitty. Why were? Why was? The the girl's spirit angry because she died making these pants and uh it was for fucking people taking pictures of them posting them on instagram just like you know yuppies and shit like that it was like banana republic type i'm, I'm confused <laughs> oh, okay. why they called it slack like, like that and title. not and not <laughs> denim yeah, or like that, yeah they're not even slacks aren't slacks aren't fucking jeans yeah but yeah. then also like that name sort of implies that there's going to be like a humor to it too they're yeah. kind of a funny name they yeah. were trying to like add a little bit of humor in it and it just fell flat clearly it doesn't sound like it was good no it really bummed me out oh my god and the pacing sucked they killed somebody <laughs> they killed somebody like early on in this movie right like the the girl like she uh it was like one of the workers she put on the pants uh she was shoplifting him whatever and like she she felt like a little pain whatever downstairs so she's like oh no i'm on my period isn't that the so she went, irony no. yeah so she went to the I shoplifted the haunted pants yeah, so she like she's in the bathroom stall and the pants just like start squeezing her to death. Um but then like I said earlier, they sh- Oh, this is early in the movie too. They kill her and then so much time passes between that and the next kill where like you forgot that happened. Huh. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Business is going to fucking pick up. Let's fucking go. Let's do this." And then like it just dragged ass so hard and it was it was all like, "Uh, Will help me out, Damon Wayne's Delivery man, a mailman. Oh, message. Bingo. That's all it fucking was. It was the entire movie. It was just, yeah, it was like, I, and the ending sucked. The, the beginning of the movie sucked. This whole movie sucked so fucking bad. And I was, I was seemed to feel very passionately about this. I feel because it's a movie about fucking pants, man. That's killing people. That's what I'm saying. You, um, you seem disappointed that a movie about, Haunted yeah, I don't pants know how you weren't. Wasn't great. I don't know how you didn't see this coming. Because it should have been fun. <laughs> I mean, it should have been fucking fun. Yeah, it, you're very angry about this. They at least should have tried to to be fun. Right. It sounds like they uh, they got a little up their own ass with these pants. 
Yeah, they d- yeah they did. Oh, they went they went right up their own right. ass. They um, did, and it was speaking of speaking of like killer zippers. Have you guys ever seen a movie called Teeth? Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's great. Uh, that's Teeth is good, but it's also it's kind of boring too. No, it is. It's one of those movies that it's it's all about the concept, kind of like um, Human Centipede. Yeah, where it's like they didn't have a whole lot of story. They just thought like, wouldn't it be crazy? If this happened, yeah, and also they actually like show show shit in this movie too, though. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They show like the dick fall out. Yeah, like, so, she chomped the dick off. Like that fair, was a cool gag. I'm always just a little. So be fell. You know, for just my entire life, that there's actually vagina. You, you never really know if you're gonna get teeth. Well, it's like the. Uh, I mean, I've I've zipped my my gimmick up in a fucking zipper. It's the worst feeling in the world. The yeah. Franks and the beans. Yeah. Oof. No, no, just the Frank. I've gotten my balls caught in my uh, my zipper before. That sucks. Fuck. Right. Like, luckily, it was just like you know a little ex- excess skin. Well, the worst part is the couple days after where you're like just healing from it. You want to just play with it, but you can't. Wait, what? Kind of Ooh. ruins everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you got a, you got like a little like scab or a sore on the side of it. And you got to explain that. You ever yeah. have a girl with braces? No. You have, and I know that story too. I'm not telling it on air. That's yeah. one thing I'm not telling on okay. air. Yeah. You shouldn't, because usually people stop having braces after like 13. Uh, <laughs> she was like in her 40s. <laughs> if you if you say so, man, I'll go with it. Yeah. For legal purposes, <laughs> this story involves a 40-year-old woman. No, she was one of those, like, she just got divorced, and she's trying to change it in her life, and the one thing she uh-huh. did was like, get, fuck off, man. <laughs> you, you know I'm not allowed around kids. Uh <laughs> Yeah, dude, so Slack sucks. It's a Shutter exclusive, and Shutter has been honestly, like, really letting me down lately. Yeah? Really? Yeah, yeah, it has. Between, like, this and that fucking movie, Lucky. Just... You know what's great, though? Huh? We did just uh, rewatch Psycho Gorman together. Yeah, uh, you dude! Know, so Shutter, Shutter sometimes takes away. Yeah, guess what? It, it That's not it. on Shutter yet. Oh, fuck. No, we had a fucking. Did we not watch money. that on Shutter? No, we rented it. I thought we rented it on Shutter, though, didn't we? Wasn't no. It, what, wait, what, wasn't it available on Shutter? No. No, it was, it was just Amazon thing? Yeah. Oh, shit. It, it is a Shutter produced movie, but it's not on Shutter yet. Oh, It'll fuck. be on Shutter come fall. Well, okay. you know what? Never mind. I yeah. Kinda, are there, are, do you know if there's any more of those um, uh, uh, Hunky Boys packages left? No, they're all fuck. sold out. All right. Yeah, so I my, think those went quick. Yeah. My Hunky Boy Psycho Gorman is going to come in the mail this week, I think. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, like, I mean, if you're. If you're bored, watch Slacks, I guess, mm-hmm. just to be like, yo, this sucks. But there's like... If you have a very specific fear of pants, this might strike a chord with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, that is a thing. People are... If you're one of those guys who... For everything. You yeah, wear shorts is. through the winter every year. Like Guy Fieri. My right. hero. My hero, Guy, <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs> no damn bullish. Our hero. Our hero. Who doesn't like a good flame shirt? <laughs> flaming bowler shirts. Uh, so I guess uh, Ben is the worst fashion sense <laughs> in the world. It really is. Like, uh, like he saw too. he saw a Smash Mouth video and he was Brother like, that, that's tips. the thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's like well into the 2020s. He's yeah. frosting his shit. Yeah, hey man, he's keeping it real. I guess he's recognizable because of it, and it's something that we could go back on and be like, "Yo, this is how he looks." I mean, have you ever watched? Uh, so. Have you ever seen? <laughs> hey now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the the YouTube videos of him eating in reverse? No. It is the most repulsive thing in the world. Uh, anyone out there who's listening, for all like four of you, <laughs> search uh, Guy Fieri. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Fieri. 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 Yeah. Don't you dare disparage Fieri. my Guy Fieri. <laughs> uh, search him 
Batman eating in reverse. Oh, I don't is, know if I want the, to. It's so <laughs> gross. But he has a very, if you've ever seen a show, you know, he has a very distinct way of like tasting food. Okay. He tries to class it up like he's not a fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, he gets all like dainty about it, but he's literally shoveling donkey sauce into his fucking gob. <laughs> so <laughs> Mango habanero cheddar. Yeah. That sounds it, great, actually. It does. More cheese, please. Uh, well, since we're on the talks of uh, eating, let's get into Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's do it. Fede Alvarez uh, is bringing us a direct sequel to the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie going along the same vein as 2018 Halloween, where we're going to yeah. cut out... The classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, three, Next Generation, um, and then of course we had those uh, we had those reboots. Yeah, the um, reboots are not bad. They really aren't. Uh, I'm actually the a first fan. one. I love the first. I'm one. a big fan of the first one. I-, I know a lot of guys shit on it and everything, but I think it's great. I thought Jessica Biel was awesome. I love the guy that they that played as Leatherface. Oh, oh, yeah. Jessica Biel was fucking great though. She was awesome in that, and uh, well, like she's she's fine. I mean, the fucking drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. She is great in Seventh Heaven as well. That's like his, might be his second best performance. I think that's his second performance. Yeah, right? He's not in a whole lot of things. He was in... um, (laughs) Saving Silverman? Saving Silverman, yeah. Yeah, wasn't he gay in that? I think so. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of a a hilarious turn of events. Yeah, absolutely. He went to, he actually was like a motivational speaker. Right. And I know my my little brother... He was also a real-life drill sergeant. Yes. (laughs) He would go to, like, high schools uh, during, like, the last 10 years of his life to do, like, inspirational speeches. (laughs) Just screaming at the kids? I I guess. I don't know. My little brother told me about it. He actually, like, went to his high school and stuff. You suck dick, student! Like like the the Ultimate Warrior video where he screamed at those fucking kids while while, while, while they're working out? Oh, yes. Not quite quite like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that Warrior video was... That show is a mess. The Ultimate Warrior show? He goes from screaming, like trying to motivate people, to like crying on their shoulders in the blink the blink of an eye. He he is an emotional wreck on that show, and it is also the ultimate the ultimate warrior is a terrible person. That's one of those uh, one of those things where they were like, let's glamorize somebody after they died. Like, no, Ultimate Warrior was a piece of shit. Well, Mm -hmm. that's why I've always preferred uh, Ultimate Warpath. Oh (laughs) shit. He's he's like the the more wholesome version of that character, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, very wholesome. Um, Good old Western Europe references, no one gets. Yeah, yeah, right. it, it, yeah. <laughs> for you for you fans in the Western New York area that follow independent wrestling, there is a guy dresses up like Ultimate Warrior. We could go on all day, but that's for another show. Now he's the shield version of the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, he cuts out all the bullshit, and he only gives you the fucking juice. So back on the Texas Chainsaw (laughs) Massacre movie, uh, Fede Alvarez is writing and directing this. It is a direct sequel to the original movie, and from what we found out is that... Texas, uh, the the guy that's playing Leatherface is going to be old. This is going to follow old man Leatherface, just like old man Michael Myers. Uh, and they're taking so much. I I'm on board with this. I'm I'm actually pretty pumped because I like Fade Alvarez. Oh, well, I'm excited yeah, as hell for this. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, 2013 Evil Dead. I love Don't Breathe. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was it. oh fuck, that was a good movie. It. it was very very good, very very intense. Yeah, you'll like it, man. Yeah, yeah you definitely, definitely will. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyone that says they don't like Don't Breathe are just lying to themselves. I'm upset that Fede Alvarez isn't doing the new Evil Dead movie, but that's okay. I I think this Texas Chainsaw movie is in good hands, but it's going to actually follow Old Man Leatherface and Old Lady Sal Sally. Oh, 
Oh, shit. Uh, Sally from the first movie, who was played by Marilyn Burns. It's just too bad uh, they can't bring back Franklin. Oh, we're all upset we can't bring back Franklin. <laughs> Come along, Franklin. He It'll may... be fun, Franklin. He may be the most irritating character in cinema history. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> Hands fucking down. Like, you really, uh, you just, you don't want to see him die, but... <laughs> At the same time, you really want to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre played in a, a movie theater here a few years ago to a sold-out crowd. And when Leatherface chainsaws uh, little Franklin in the wheelchair, the place fucking popped. <laughs> little Franklin. <laughs> little Franklin. Big little Franklin. Uh, Marilyn Burns, who played as Sally, actually showed up as a cameo in Next Generation back in 95. I mean, she didn't actually play as Sally, but she was in the movie just as kind of like a ho-ho, you know, here she is. That's right. cool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Next Generation, know. everyone's favorite uh, Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> Nothing like sequel. Matthew McConaughey playing in that movie. <laughs> one of, one of the Sawyers. Right. He's not that bad in it, to be fair. It's just everything else about it sucks. I think it's one of those movies that I have to go back and rewatch with like an open mind and not hate it as much as I did the first time I watched it. Well, the whole time you're... you're you're watching that movie you're just kind of thinking who the hell is renee zellweger <laughs> <laughs> who is this renee Zell- zellweger zellweger i don't know zellweger i think the g is silent zell not Zell-way- making movies anymore zellweger right? hill <laughs> <laughs> all right all right yeah so we are actually going to get old lady sally in this movie and of course marilyn burns is dead she died a couple years ago so old lynn for for let me try it again for the old lady oh, fieri f- fieri <laughs> <laughs> the mom of guy fieri <laughs> uh she was actually uh the lady with the long gray hair in mandy Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. That. I still haven't seen that. Well, you got to see Mandy. You got to see Mandy. We'll do is we'll take a Mandy, bunch of mushrooms and, and watch Mandy. Mandy is up there with Psycho Gorman. It's like one of the best, uh, best films of that genre in the yeah? last okay. in recent times. And I, in keep, recent I, times, I keep hearing yeah. about how great it is. I just oh, haven't had time. I think I will say I think Nick Cage gets a little too much credit for his performance. Hmm. I think everything that's happening around him is what makes it great. And he's, yeah, and he's, he's good. Like he's not bad in it. But I, I think people focus too much on him. As like the selling point of the movie, he's the star of the movie. Well, I mean, but, he I, does, but he doesn't really do like he freaks out a little bit. But dude, the bathroom scene—it's all about the visuals. Dude, I mean, th- seriously, because I, th- I think Mom and Dad is up there with Psycho Gorman too, though. Oh, Mom and Dad is good. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it kind of a different different subgenre. But that's but Mom and Dad. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mom and Dad is good because of Nick Cage's acting. Yeah. Mandy is good because of the direction the and the style of it okay. and like everything else. It Nick is Cage, very stylish. Nick Cage is a part of a whole that's awesome in okay. Mandy. Yeah. He's not he's not the reason to watch it, is what I'm saying. I I, I completely and understand. I, and I, yeah. I think I know what you're, kind I know of what you're going on with. like, yeah. oh, it's Nick Cage is freaking out, it's bloody and it's awesome. But he's I, like he's good, but it's just an awesome movie all around. Dude, <laughs> I saw Mandy in uh, at the North Park Theater like uh, uh, for like an opening night showing and I was blown away and especially that but dude, that bathroom performance where he's chugging the vodka. Yeah, it's fine. Dude, that was this, this is exactly what I'm saying. Everyone focuses on that. I'm not focusing on that, but you that are, scene, that, that bathroom scene is what everyone brings up in this movie. But it, it's it's the the it's not just the fact that he's freaking out; it's the level of emotions where like he's screaming, then crying, and chugging vodka, and he's like grabbing his throat because that was that was actually a bottle of vodka. Yeah, it's fine. 
Well, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. I thought it was fucking awesome. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, please go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's um, good. Like, I, you know, I'm not disparaging the movie at all. Like, I love the movie. Um, I just think there's more to it. So, wait, what were we talking about just now? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> so, uh, the Texas Nick, Chains- uh, Nick Cage and then the Texas Chainsaw sequel to the first movie. So, the, Fede Alvarez's Texas Chainsaw Massacre he's will be coming Franklin, out. Franklin, okay? Everyone be- <laughs> who's interested. <laughs> He's playing Sally. Nick Cage uh, is Franklin. I wouldn't mind. Uh, uh, I wouldn't mind a leather-faced Nick Cage. I can see it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. He'd make some good noises. I mean, I haven't watched uh, Willy's Wonderland yet, but I hear that he has like no lines in that movie. So there you go. Okay. The impression I got was people have told me I haven't seen it either, but people have told me that uh, Willy's Wonderland was kind of a, an attempt at like recreating Mandy, sort of like capturing that uh, vibe. Uh, but I don't. I don't know how who worked or not. I'm not going to pass any judgment on it until I yeah, see I it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, because so. I know you were telling me, like, oh, a bunch of people shit on this movie, and I'm like, I haven't heard any Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It. I I would watch it first before, uh, yeah. you know, really make it. I know we were going to watch it the it. other day, but I wasn't about to drop 20 bucks on it. That oh, seems like yeah. a lot. Yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, So this, uh, this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is going to be coming out next year. I'm pretty excited for it. I know you are... Will, you're excited for this one too, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like, like I said, I, li- I love Fidi Everest. Everything he's done that I've watched so far, the Evil Dead. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, awesome. So, yeah. I just love the idea of, of continuing uh, the Texas Chainsaw, like the first Mythology, yeah. the first plot. Yeah. Um, but going in a, in a different direction than the actual sequel one. Mm-hmm. I am really curious how they're going to do this. If, like, has, has Leatherface been in hiding this whole time? Is he actually like still killing and eating people? Right. Where is he? There's is a lot he... of questions that I think will be uh, yeah. Addressed. Is he because you know like the house that house had to have been raided by the police right afterwards? Right. Like how yeah. how long can you really do what they're doing? Yeah. And like make it into old age. Also, I'm curious what the effects of human meat are on your uh, physiology. So at this point, would it be like what 38 years since the, since the first one? Uh 74. That's I can't solid do. math, Will. Yeah, so that's a good 41 years. That was really bad math. <laughs> <laughs> was that, like eight years since the first one? I was just giving you the benefit of the doubt, assuming that you, you calculated that. No, I tried to. I tried to. I really did. I was wrong. Fuck. Yeah, so it's been, it's been a minute. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I'm just I, – I, I am really curious as to where this is going to go. Like, if it's, it's still going to be in Texas, like, what, what they're going to do with this. Hmm. And also, I'm curious if it's going to be a continuation or what if, if they it's just move? going to be one and done. What if they move to, like, Florida? <laughs> Florida would be the best place. <laughs> the fucking Tallahassee Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> the Bass Salt Massacre. Eating bath salt. Yeah. There's yeah. fucking gator skin everywhere. Mm. You imagine his mask is, like, a gator? Actually, yeah. That would be fucking... It's just meth. Cool. It's just meth. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just all on meth. <laughs> and they all have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Florida is the COVID crockpot right now. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, all the all the chainsaw massacre deaths will be attributed to uh, the COVID numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and also, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's up here in New York, Just man. Cutting the guy's head off. Oh, got another COVID death here. <laughs> <laughs> Como would be like, "Yep, COVID." Yeah, yeah, that fucking guy. If you died during this uh, this pandemic, it was because of COVID. They could like yeah. they could full on like COVID theme this shit. The whole like wear a mask thing. Leatherface, <laughs> like he could finally go out in public. Yeah, yeah, wow. Oh, I like that. It. Someone should make a like a YouTube short of this. This would be a good angle. Book it. Book him, Dano. 
I I like that. That's a yeah. great idea. Yeah. yeah. COVID, yeah. COVID masker. Serial killers finally get to walk among us like as normal people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a Jason. Jason's just walking around. Nobody thinks anything of it. Yeah, sure. He's dripping wet and smells. Yeah. He coughs a I little. just picture like Jason takes Manhattan, how he's always just wet. <laughs> he's always wet in the movie, isn't he? He never dried off. No. No, just constantly wet. And like it never rained or anything. He just fucking just wet. No, he's moist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've been in water that long? You're never going to dry off. Waterlogged. <laughs> Waterlogged, Jason. You know when they do the whole like, oh, he's about a buck 30 soaking wet. Yeah. That's Jason. There you go. Jason right. weighs like 600 pounds. <laughs> yeah, he's just so waterlogged. <laughs> so much water. <laughs> Has there ever been a scene where someone tried to lift Jason? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, I don't I don't know if anyone ever attempted it. If it was instead of the Julius, the boxer, it should yeah. have been a, a, yeah. like a Greco-Roman style yeah, wrestling. he's trying yeah, to like yeah. body slam. Trying to like do wait, it. give him a waist lock. Imagine if that fucking happened in the movie. You go to like give him like a body slam, he just squeezes and water shoots out everywhere. Wow. <laughs> it's like a sprinkler coming out of his ear. <laughs> <laughs> He's really Aquaman. All right, all right, YouTube guys out there. We're giving you a lot of assignments this episode. Yeah, Do a COVID chainsaw massacre and a part, fucking sprinkler Jason. <laughs> part three of Never Hike Alone in the Woods should be this fucking concept. If you, if you fulfill these wishes for us, I promise you the Slasher Podcast will send you free t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and also after our review of the movie the week, tune in. To, uh, stick around. We're going to hear from the Slasher boys and gal uh, what they thought about the movie that, they're that we chose. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're good dudes uh, and, and good, 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 good dudes. That. Uh, but uh, before we get into that, one last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, I just read something about the Crow movie that never happened. Yeah. I know this isn't really horror, but I guess it's kind of in the same vein of it. Uh, so this is uh, because of Ed Furlong's untimely death. Ed Furlong would be rolling in his grave right now <laughs> if he knew about this movie. Uh, he ain't dead yet. What the fuck? Wait, he's not? I mean, he was dead for a short time, but then he was resurrected to make wait, the Crow does, Part wait, does 4. Wait, does, does, does he have that show that Ed, Edward Furlong isn't dead? What? That's a completely different show. No, <laughs> right. no it, was that, it was that family reality show, The Furlongs. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Furlongs? <laughs> that came on after the Osbournes? Yeah. Uh, F. Javier Gutierrez. Uh, he, uh, he was going to produce the remake of The Crow. Uh and uh, they have the, so that was one of those things like we found out a while ago like there was supposed to be like this crow movie that never really happened tom hiddleston was actually signed on to play the titular character of aaron draven no 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 thank you uh but then uh when enough time passed tom hiddleston kind of walked away with it he left the project and was yeah, replaced <laughs> Yeah, he may have uh, made the right choice. No, he yeah, definitely, yeah. he definitely did. He even got to have sex with Taylor Swift for a little bit. That's true. Uh, yeah, man, imagine yeah. putting those ankles up to those ears. Oh, uh, I would. So then, uh, <laughs> I, I, yo, I, I fucking love T Swift so much. How awesome would it be to have a song written about you? That's what I'm saying. By Taylor Swift. I mean, I honestly, I think every man has a a Taylor Swift song. Like in a different timeline, she had a hit song called like. Mike and Will are fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> they come, like, I want to get famous just so I can make Derek, just, just so I can date Taylor Swift. They put my ankles above my head. And it so was yeah, not a good so, thing for me. So Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston stepped away from the film, uh, and that's where they cast Luke Evans to play the titular character Eric yeah. Draven. Uh, and uh, there is actually uh, some 
artwork that just came out. Now concept it's not art. it's concept art. This was actually concept art done by uh uh by Javier Gutierrez. Uh, and the crew that were at uh, Bill Corso, who is going to be the makeup designer mm-hmm. uh, for this Crow reboot. So we have pictures of Tom Hiddleston in the Crow makeup. He looks great. Uh, that actually looks pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's I uh, work. Tom Hiddleston is a great actor. Yeah. I, I, I think he's I think he deserves better than being stuck in Marvel. He does. Yeah. I, I mean, think he'll the, move on eventually. I feel, I feel like he's enjoying himself, too, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tom Hiddleston kind of getting paid, too, though. Oh, oh no yeah. fucking doubt. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to recast Loki anytime soon. Right. Like, yeah. not, locked a, in. not a fucking chance, especially now with this show coming out. Right. And that's one thing about those movies that really kind of cheapens it for me is that death is never final. Yeah. Like when you die, there's always that alternate timeline and, oh, we could resurrect them. That's been kind of the deal from day one. Though. That's, that's comic books in general, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's you lame. You think they're just going <laughs> to kill off their cash cow? They should. Like, hey, Iron Man's gone, everybody. <laughs> no big deal. He just died. Let's stop making movies. Yeah, he'll come back. <laughs> he'll come back somehow. There'll be another Iron Man or gonna be like Robert a- Downey Jr. You know what would be awesome? Huh? If his body was a zombie, like, in the suit. And the suit, the suit just, like, like... They found a way to just, like, keep his corpse alive, but the suit's just fucking controlling everything. Okay, guys. Corpse you man. take out blah, blah, blah. Thor, go take out those assholes. And Tony. <laughs> uh, all right youtube guys another concept make this, for make this happen free t-shirt uh, <laughs> and then luke evans luke evans who we know was in dracula untold he played as gaston in that last beauty and the beast beauty and the beast thank you i was gonna say fucking sleeping beauty again um uh, because which actually is it's not bad Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Also, Gaston uh, is a fucking awesome character. He really is. He's the asshole that you love to hate. Yeah. He's the best part of... He's so funny. He's uh, the absolute best part of, the, of, of, of both of those, the original yeah. and the... Uh, he's supposed to be just a total turd, but like he's he's just charming yeah. in a way. A charming also, piece of shit. Also, he's the hero. He is. You know, he is the true hero of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. yeah. He's saving uh, the love of his life from being kidnapped by a monster. The love of his life. Who doesn't he know he's the love of his life? He doesn't yeah. know. Like you see a big they, monster. Like they portray him as like this fucking dick, but he's like, yeah, she's being held captive in a castle by a beast. Bell is the perfect <laughs> like, example of Stockholm syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Like One he was story. gonna kill your dad, and then instead, like I'll let your old man dad go, and I'm gonna keep you in my fucking dungeon till you love yeah. me. And check out these books. <laughs> there's yeah. A, there's no fucking way he had time to read all those books. He was faking it. Of course he was. He lied. To no, he had pants. time, but he he didn't. And that's just sleazy. You got talking candles and talking teapots all over the place too. Yeah. What the fuck. So yeah, well, there their is... literal job is to wingman him. <laughs> He's like, you will. I will stomp every one of you unless you talk me up when I'm right. not around. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, candle. Will, hey, I will, dresser. I will throw your ass against the fucking wall if you kill. Hey, hey, teapot. Can you guys? Get me to fuck this chick I'm keeping captive, and, and they're I, like, and I will chew, I will chew up your chip sun cup. Listen, Candle, either I fuck her or I fuck you. Your choice. Yeah, <laughs> and or I know I, you I, don't or, have genitals, or, or so make, you're going or, in me, or I make you fuck me. <laughs> Get either to way. work. <laughs> yeah, right. You have 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that he's been fucking those things the whole time. Of course. Yeah, especially that uh, that one with the feathers, the fucking duster. Let me tell you, the French oh, tickler. Yeah, if you're yeah. if you're alone in a mansion for life, and you're a beast with nothing but animated, yeah, objects. Yeah. You're and, basically surrounded by flashlights, and you're transformed into a beast. Yeah. I mean, really, what are you gonna do? What can you do? 
I'm going to beast fuck everything around me. Either that or you're going to sit around masturbating while everything in your house watches you. Yeah, and judges <laughs> right. you. Yeah, wow. That sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. I mean, that. unless you're into that. Don't, you know, don't, don't not, look at me. Don't look at me. I'm not judging. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Ah! <laughs> oh, I can't stop coming. Uh, so back on this. Luke Evans was going to play Eric Draven. There's also concept art out for Luke Evans as Eric Draven. And it's yeah, pretty. It is. Don't look that good. It's pretty. Uh, it's still pretty sweet, though. Very brooding. Yeah. Uh, Gotta be honest, I'm still on team for a long, <laughs> for life. Honestly, if they were ever going to uh, re, and you know, eventually down the road, this crow movie will go to fruition and it will happen. I'm saying Michael Fassbender as the crow. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Michael Fassbender's great. Magneto? I could, I could kind of see that. Maybe. Yeah, Magneto. You know, he seems a little. He seems a little like high class for that. Michael yeah. Fett. No, dude, he's going to be in the next Kung Fury movie. You know he's who, playing a Nazi. You know who really? might be all right? Uh, Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl. What Nick, is he? Oh, in, dude? Nick Stahl from Terminator oh. Three. Oh, okay. Ew, that kid. All right. Well. Ew, gross. Wait, is that his name? I don't know. That's his name, yeah. No, you know, no, you're thinking of Ed Furlong. Oh, right. Uh, Ed Fur- I'm thinking Terminator Two again. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, so back on this, back on this. You know who would be great? The kid from Terminator 2. Oh, the guy from Salute Your Shorts, the redhead? No, it was that for Dan Tamarelli? <laughs> uh, no, so, his name is Danny Cooksey. Back on this shit, it was... Uh, he has a band. It's called Bad for Good. <laughs> back on this shit, it was... Uh, Check him out. It, this, uh, it was supposed to follow the graphic novel and not actually follow the original 94 movie. I never read the graphic novel. I, I don't know. Have you? No. I, I've, like, browsed it. Like, I've seen it. There's comic books that came out after the fact, but I never read, like, the original, uh, the ori- the original actual, like, like, Crow comic book that it followed or whatever. I just, I guess I never really gave a shit, um, enough to, like, go into it. But, uh, guys, before we get into the movie, do you have anything else that you guys, uh, you have anything newsworthy? Anything you want to talk about? Anything that you watched during the week you want to review? Or? Oh, I did want to mention, um... Just, uh, Are you going to say something really fucking stupid? Because I feel like you're going to say something Ed Furlong related. I mean, it was half and half. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... I mean, you're you're incredibly accurate with that. <laughs> um, you got my number down to a fucking T. But I was, uh, was going to say, after our discussion last week about uh, casting for the Munsters... Oh, boy. Uh, I actually did uh, put a small amount of thought into that after after we... Rob Zombie's Monsters, if you don't know what we're talking about, go um, back and listen to last and week's I had, episode. And I had some good picks. Okay. Ron Perlman as Herman. Ooh. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking great. Why didn't I think of that? And now here's the genius. Mm. Ed Furlong as Eddie. <laughs> what would Sherry Moon Zombie play? <laughs> she's out. She's, she's out. She's out. She's out. <laughs> yeah, she's out in the movie. Oh man, yeah. Uh, so that's I, I guess it's not really a busy week when it comes to news wise. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just really upset about Slacks. If you guys, uh, if if you listeners watch Slacks or if you, uh, you know, you don't like it or whatever, I highly recommend uh, going back into the if you're, the shutter the shutter catalog a little bit if and you're titillated by haunted pants. Check out Slacks. But if you watch it and you're as pissed off as I am, uh, or if you don't want to watch it, go back and rewatch Scare Package. Yeah, or, Scare Package is incredible. Yes. Scare Package is fucking great. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say, or you can go ahead and like rewatch Scanners if you haven't seen it. I just recently watched it and I really enjoyed seeing your head blown up. Did it blow your mind? It blew, it blew me away. 
Uh, yeah, second best head explosion, dude. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know Will was very excited to tell us that he watched Scanners for the first time, and then I had to bring him down a peg by showing him. No, I didn't bring you down a peg. Well, I, 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 my, my fucking, my, my horror, my horror hipster clicked in. I'm like, oh, actually, the best head explosion was in the movie Maniac. And which, you know what? Which I, is, I agree. Lying. Yeah. Like you, you great. convinced us. Yeah, seriously. Because I was on board with Will. I, I was, I thought Scanners was the one. It's a great explosion. But, uh, it's yeah. fucking incredible. But you, de- yeah. you changed my mind, I will admit. Yeah, definitely. The Maniac, Maniac explosion Maniac's is fucking awesome. One. But I am staunchly uh, a proponent of the Basket Case 3 headshot. Not as number one. That's number three. We should do an episode where we talk about the best head explosions in movies. Okay. We should do an episode on Basket Case sequels. <laughs> we should do a whole episode just on Basket Case 1, 2, and 3. And the future of Basket Case. That's fine. Because I know way too much fucking shit about Basket Case. It's, that's, a, it's a great series. That I know everybody is just waiting to hear. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, uh, before we get into the movie, I think there's just one more thing to do. And that is... Apologize! <sighs> yeah, it's that time again, guys. Because okay. we, we fuck up and we piss off a lot of people. So we have to do this to cover our asses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will, I believe you had something that you wanted to start with. Okay. Well, I would like to sincerely and fervently apologize for my actions this week. Um, I, I didn't I didn't mean to not do it, but I, I just, you know, things came up and I had to take care of some business. Um, I understand. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, there, there comes a time in every man's life where they have to sit down and reflect on their decisions and their choices. I masturbate on their toilets. Okay. This wasn't going where I thought it was going. All right. Um, so, um, and so I guess I should probably just go ahead and just do it. Um, to our cohort, cohorts this month for Slash's podcast. Yeah. Um, I did not uh, watch Cannibal the Musical. What? No. Oh, no. Um, Shit. I am trauma'd out. <clears throat> That's the best one, man. That's not even a trauma movie. Fuck, really? Yeah, honestly, you're doing yourself a disservice. Oh. Yeah, it's got. It's sad that we waited until the end for this one because now I think it's basically we are a out. South Park movie. Okay, well, all right. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling attacked right now. First of all, I, that's because I'm attacking you. We're oh. attacking you so hard. Okay. Yeah. Still, like, I don't appreciate it. You're under assault. Okay, well, okay. I don't appreciate you not watching it. Okay, I, I, I will repeat. I am attacked. Right now, but I think I am under attack. I think what you're trying I to am say under is attack. Is that you're sorry? Yes. Also, if you guys want some free merch, check out Slash's podcast. Drama. 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 Yeah, and I already apologize for the fact that this whole trauma march thing was my doing, and I'm trauma march, and I'm so sorry for that. But I uh, I want to apologize right now to. Uh, somebody that we left out last week in our review of Return to Newcomb High. Ooh. Ed Furlong. 
The Toxic Avenger. Oh, oh yeah. The best part of that movie, other than all the boobs and the butts, was the cameo by the Toxic Avenger himself. That's the everyone's hero, everyone's favorite superhero. Got a little meta. Everyone's go-to yeah. trauma trope is the Toxic Avenger. And I, I didn't bring it up because I was just so burnt out and I just didn't give a shit. But then re-listening to the episode, I realized that I did it all a disservice. And that Toxic Avenger, you were the best part of the movie that we reviewed last week. Yeah, and I'm, I sincerely apologize to you, my favorite superhero. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of surprised when we did bring my last movie. Yeah. I mean, best part aside from the butts, I think is what you mean. And, the and butts the and the boobs. Yeah. They had some really big boobs in it. They did. And some... Uh, so, Toxie, from the bottom of my... The bottom of my heart, I am sorry. I feel so much better now. You are forgiven, Michael. <laughs> Thanks, Toxie. What was? That? Where'd he go? Oh, your wife's hot. Oh, he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Greg, I think you had something to apologize for. All right, I'm just gonna make this one quick. Oh, okay. Okay. I, you know, I, I tend okay. to belabor these uh, these apologies. This is just gonna be a just a, a real quick in and out here. Uh, well, that's if I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, uh, just gonna just gonna throw it out there. Had a bad day, and I shot up a rubbing tug. That's oh, it. Shit. Don't want to talk about it. Sorry. We, you I know guess. what? Hey, man, we all have bad days. Yeah. All right. Let's just kind of let's get past it. We that's what we do. Have bad days, and things happen. Sorry, everyone. It's okay. Thank you, and good night. That's why you're here. This is basically confession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, have... I consider you guys uh, like my personal priests, my personal uh, confessional booth. Uh, uh, five yeah. hail marys. Like you shouldn't. All right. Well, uh, twenty one of you twenty has ankle touched me inappropriately. I'm not going to say which one, but I think we know between the three of us. One of you will betray me, Judas. <laughs> Jesus, be my guy. Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, so there you have it, guys. We're we're sorry. Yep. Yep. Um Yeah. All right. Well, Tro guys. March. Tro March. Tro March. Tro March. Tro March. Hail the fuck oh. manicus. Fuck Hail manicus. the fuck, fuck manicus. Hail the fuck manicus. Hail the fuck manicus. Hail the fuck manicus. Fuck man. Guys, we are going to review our fucking favorite movie of the month, and that is Father's Day. Sergeant Fuckman, NYPD. Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, the movie of the week that we are covering is Father's Day. Father's, Father's Day. Day. Father's Day. Whoa, that was good. That's right, Father's Day. That came out in 1997, starring Robin Williams and Billy Crystal alongside Julia Louis Dreyfus. Wait, what? Uh, the movie follows uh, two dads that are trying to raise a son and kind of lit. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? Is this the wrong one? Yeah. I Do mean, there was a lot of rape in that movie, but I think you might be thinking the wrong one. Yeah, right. Oh, 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 shit. Let's go back to 2011. There we go. Let's go to Astron 6. 
Uh, Astron 6, those fine Canadian boys. I'm talking about Adam Brooks, Jeremy Gillespie, Matt Kennedy, Connor Sweeney, and Steven Kostansky. If you recognize that last name, that is the fucking genius behind the recent new cult classic, Psycho, Psycho Gorman. Gorman. Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman, the Archduke of Nightmares himself. And if you haven't seen that yet, do. If you haven't seen it yet, what the fuck are you doing with your life? That's right. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Astron 6, they came to be back in 2010. They were a bunch of Canadian friends that got together. There's five of them, not six. Uh, and they uh, they went alongside like this. Uh, they wanted to bring you like grindhouse type pictures that had like an art artsy style to it of the times of old where it was like Saturday morning type serial movies and from like the 70s and 80s. Absolutely successful with that. Yes, 100%. That's they one t- of the things I really loved about uh, Father's Day specifically was the the little like commercials and like the, the introduction. They made it feel like you were watching like a late night movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a late night movie, or even like there were some networks on the weekends that would play shit like this during the day, like like an hour afternoon motion picture. Yeah, Father's Day followed by Space Invaders mm-hmm. followed by yeah, like what like stuff like that. Um, a little bit of background behind Astron Six is all these guys were like film students that were buddies, got together, and they just started making like shorts. Um, the first. Well, now that you mentioned that there's only, there's five of them, like where where does the six come from? It just sounded cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. they I mean, just that, they just called themselves Astron Six. They thought it sounded cool. Five it does sound cool. Astron Six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, just just sound cooler than Astron Five. Uh, so yeah, Astron yeah. Six. That's what they went with. I agree um, with that. So yeah, only maybe five. Is it, maybe there's like a Phantom Sixth guy, like the Sixth Beetle. So, it sounds. Very, <laughs> he's, he's like always uncredited. The, the Fifth Beetle. <laughs> it sounds very spacey too, though. Astron Six. Yeah. It totally so does. Better, yeah, it flows, yeah, it flows and, better. So and like if you space station, yeah, if you watch their movies, like you know what we're talking about. The first one that they, uh, the first actual feature they had was Manborg, um, and if Manborg was like basically just filmed in front of a green screen, it kind of had like a callback to like Captain Power, mm-hmm. uh, shit like that. Like, uh, like I said, like Saturday morning, Sunday morning serial shows and movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um. And they always they always kind of use that filter where it's like you're watching like an old VHS, which I know now in this day and age is kind of played out a bit. But at the time in 2010, 2011, it was fairly new, kind of fresh, and a lot of fun. Also, it, it really fits the style of what they're doing. Yeah, it does. Like there you, can, is... you can slap that filter on anything, and, and it doesn't work. It doesn't. Yeah, it's it's a mood. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's a whole package. The, se- the way they do it, it, it really works. Absolutely, because I've seen movies where they use that filter, and it's like. Why? Right. Why are you doing this? It's like it's a like a really modern looking uh production, but then it has that filter. If you're wearing fucking Banana Republic, right. you shouldn't have that filter on the movie. Right. Yeah. Right. You have to you have to have the, the style to back it up. Absolutely. These, um, these guys know what they're doing, mm-hmm. is, is what I'm saying. One hundred percent. So they all had their input in making these movies, either behind the camera, editing, music. They was uh, it was kind of like an equal task between all of them, but of course, you know when you have you saying they're a bunch of communists. <laughs> <laughs> when you have that many guys involved on a project, of course, there's going to be some differences. Uh, so we had Manborg, uh, Manborg, which also has the trailer, the faux trailer for Biocop, 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 Biocop. 
if you don't know what BioCop... BioCop is something that we should totally share on our social media pages after oh, this episode yeah. drops. It is. Um, it's just perfect. Yeah. If you don't... If you haven't seen the BioCop trailer yet... See, I saw the BioCop trailer in the theaters at a film festival because a group of us, we actually made a faux trailer called Mean Motherfucker. And it was uh, to, to just like a contest thing. And I remember after our trailer, they were like, okay, well, there's uh, there's everyone that's uh, that's up for the... You know, the faux trailer award, whatever. Also, but, anyone who's never seen the Mean Motherfucker trailer, check it out. Search it. It is hilarious. Stop. <laughs> oh, stop. It's beautiful. Stop. It's good. Is Thanks. It? I saw it for the first time the other night. Uh, uh, Micah treated me to a, a journey down memory lane. <laughs> and I have to say, it is, it's definitely worth checking out. Oh, shit. There's a there's a really good uh, gag where I got shot through the back, through the chest. It looks good. The, it, blood, the blood is actually sweet. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's well done. And yeah. you get to see uh, Micah at his best. Okay. <laughs> Fat, no beard. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's fun, whatever. I preferred it. you that way. I, I know it's a matter of opinion. but <laughs> <laughs> um, So they played this trailer uh, Father's Day, and they were like, don't worry, it's not a part of the competition. It's just a trailer these guys made for the next movie we're going to play. And we watched this Biocop trailer. Yeah. My God. The effects yeah. and everything behind it was just so over the top and yeah. bonkers and fun. They nail the style that they're going for. Yeah. And the humor is just spot on. It yeah. is, it's, it's so good. And it's, it's such. It's ridiculous because, like, Biocop, the trailer for Biocop was made before Psycho Gomer, right? Yeah. Like 10 years before. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Like, they, like, they already had the idea of Biocop to do, but then they, but they, 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 they like, mushed it into, into Psycho Gorman. Yeah, which made it like so. Hopefully, they do fucking do a movie of it because it looks great. For those of you that have actually seen Psycho Gorman, the cop that's in it is pretty much BioCop. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a reference to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, it it, it has down to him trying to kill himself over and over again. <laughs> Why am I alive? Yeah, it just wants to end his his painful existence. You got a death wish, BioCop? Yes. <laughs> Kill uh, me! I love the part where the the nemesis or whatever it is just throws him and it's out of dummy. Cop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they're best friends at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the BioCop trailer—it's three minutes. The movie BioCop doesn't actually exist, but unfortunately, but the trailer is elaborate. Trailer is worth it. Like, like it, the trailer takes you through all like the main plot points yeah. of what the film would be. So <laughs> yes, it's absolutely. essentially like a short film. Yeah, nothing gets you higher than. Drugs. <laughs> they hold up a vial and it says D-R-U-G-Z. <laughs> it's like, all you men can't kill one bio cop? <laughs> Why is it the ruthless criminals in this city can't kill one single bio cop? It's so good. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, it's, it's all the, the same guys from, you know, just the Astro 6 guys. They're mm-hmm. all acting as awesome as they always do. And having a good time. This was actually Adam Brooks, uh, the lead from the movie today that plays Ahab. He did the special effects for this. So yeah. he's okay, dude. His work is fucking money. Also, a little bit of a stunt man. Yes, mm-hmm. they all are. Yeah, yeah, they all had to do their own stunts. Uh, but uh, so they had uh, Manborg. Manborg is good. It's just not like anything to really write home about. After that, they had Father's Day, which is the movie that we're going to cover today. Which uh, is a masterpiece, if I say so. Myself. It truly is. And then followed up by a motion picture called The Editor. I haven't had a chance to watch that one yet. I know it does star, star the killer from Human Centipede 2. Oh, a little, little chubster. 
Yeah, Chubaruski. Uh, he's like he's a human grub. That's what I think of. A human <laughs> grub. Yeah. Like uh, he's, he's he's like half human. And then after, yeah, <laughs> I hate to say that about a, a person, but like he's a he's an odd individual. He's a fat <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Oh, mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, they have a movie called W is for Wish, another one that I haven't checked out yet. Um, and then it came to The Void back in 2016. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are aware of this movie the or Void have was seen big. it. The Void was kind of a phenomenon. The Void absolutely was big, but this is the time that they kind of uh, they kind of broke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Astron well, 6 broke up during The Void. The Void was different in tone from like everything else they've done. It was, and uh, it was Stephen Kostansky and uh, uh, Matt Kennedy. They they were the ones behind the void, and the rest of the guys were just like Adam Brooks. I think was off doing something else at this time, uh, but like Connor Sweeney and Jeremy Gillespie, uh, they kind of uh, there was like a rift in the guys. They didn't like break up like on bad terms. The void was one of those things where it's like, okay, we have all this money from backers now. Let's make a credible horror movie with really good special effects, practical special effects. And have did a good... they ever? Yes, but the other guys were like, "Yo, let's stick to our humor, and make it grindhousey, make it funny, have some goofy shit in it." So they, and they just like, went. They went in separate directions. They just went separate directions. That's all. And uh, so... uh, Gillespie and uh, Kostansky, they were just like, "No, no, no, we have a chance here to actually make." to actually make like a uh, a good horror movie um and you know matt kennedy he's in the movie also uh he's uh do you remember the guy that was on the gurney that was the first one that got turned yes. body horror wise he's also john the the father in this movie right yeah right yeah so he he pops up uh the astron six guys they end up popping up again in wolf cop and wolf cop 2 they're they're okay. recognizable faces they are they're in a lot of canadian horror movies also i'm they... gonna say uh greg in psycho gorman yes he's a great character yes absolutely yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. He's so uh, funny. we'll get to that in a second but we uh after the void steven kostansky actually uh Took up the helms, pulled his britches up, and he made the 2018 Leprechaun Returns. I was just getting ready to ask about that. Leprechaun Returns is so good. Is it? Yeah, it's it's it gets it gets a lot of flack. A lot of people like haven't watched it yet because they're like, oh great, another fucking Leprechaun movie. Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what the, the, the WWE Leprechaun Hornswoggle bullshit ruined their franchise. Oh, Leprechaun Origins? Yeah, it didn't ruin the franchise, but think, I mean, it do just... you think Hornswoggle ruined Leprechauns for all of cinema? Yes. I, which is weird I, because I kind of agree. I mean, he's a fucking he's a cool fucking dude. He's very cool. Yeah. I just don't remember Hornswoggle even being in this fucking movie. He's the titular Wait, character. He, 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 but like but he like is. as what? I remember I remember the leprechaun being he's, like he stole the role from Warwick Davis? Sure. Wait. Is Warwick Davis alive? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. He's very alive. Oh my, I was, yeah, no, he's I was so scared for a second. No, if he dies, you'll be the first one to know about know it because I'll call the, you I don't crying. Know what I would do. Honestly, same, dude. But yeah, Leprechaun Returns. Leprechaun Returns is sweet. It okay. has fun kills, really funny dialogue. This Psycho Gorman style horror. Okay. Yeah, we're like, and it's it it it's a direct sequel to the first movie. That seems See, like it would fit really well with that franchise. Just because I mean, Leprechaun's not meant to be really taken seriously from the beginning. So, not at all. Um, and also, he's, he's like he's tiny Freddy Krueger. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. What's really cool about the Leprechaun franchise, which a lot of people don't know about, they're like, oh, great, it's a fucking 
continuation of the first movie, you're going to tell me that all the leprechauns in between didn't happen? <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> Where do you think I was going? Oh, great. It's a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, dude, it's... The Leprechaun movies... I don't want to have to apologize for that again, so yeah, I'll, the... I'll, I'll cut it short. <laughs> oh, okay. I just got it. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> the Leprechaun movies, every one of the Leprechaun movies, it's actually a different Leprechaun. They just all happen to look the same. Okay. So, hey, 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 come on. The, uh, come on hey, 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 is right. Uh, so that Leprechaun from the first movie has actually been in the well the entire time. Steven Kostansky brought him back to life for this 2018 movie. If you haven't watched Leprechaun Returns, what the fuck are you doing? What are you scared of? Go watch it. It's fucking great. What are you scared of, you you fuck? Uh, Get in there. (laughs) Get in there and watch that fucking shit. Just kick kick him. Yeah, what are you actually worried about? After Leprechaun Returns, a movie came out called Chow Boys, which involved a couple of the other Astron 6 guys. I haven't seen that one either. But then, of course, following up a movie we cannot say enough good things about, Psycho Psycho Gorman. Gorman. Psycho Gorman. Yes. Now, Father's Day, the movie itself, isn't actually a trauma movie. It is produced by trauma. But... It was uh, it was actually sold to Lloyd Kaufman while they were in the middle of production of this movie. That means Lloyd and Michael Hers gave the Astron Six guys a bunch of money to make this movie. Now Lloyd Kaufman does have a part in the movie, uh, and if you uh, if you have the DVD for Father's Day, you'll have, find a bunch of extras on there where Lloyd Kaufman actually shits on the Astron Six guys, where he says that they're misguided, they're misinformed, that they uh, they are very talented, but he feels that the Astron Six's talent is going to go to waste, and they're not really going to make anything of themselves, and they're going to amount to nothing. Well, I mean, he, he said this. Fuck in, you, Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, well, yes. he said this in like 2011 or or whenever the DVD came out. 2012. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I to guess put it, to put it bluntly. Uh, so Lloyd. Lloyd also, gave them a, super unclassy to say that on like yeah. a DVD commentary well, on their was, own movie. Right. Like, what the fuck, man? Uh, well, same thing, though. Astron 6 did the same fucking shit to them. Uh, there was and, so it was a trauma produced movie and on the Blu-ray, uh, in extras, there's actually a live, uh, well, it's not like live cause it's on Blu-ray, but there was a panel at some con Every and the time Astron, you watch it, it's different. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the Astron six guys were actually in a panel and they shit on Lloyd Kaufman. They were talking Good. about, I yeah, fair is fair. I uh, so they were like, like I'm blown away that somebody would just like crap on, <laughs> on these guys on a DVD commentary. Yeah, especially considering that they're they're yeah. so much more talented than. Right. I think a lot of it had to do with that. Think jealousy. Uh, I think, think it was. Jealous? I think oh, it was yeah. jealousy. Oh, yeah. I think it was uh, Astron Six. They were trying to do their own thing, and Lloyd Kaufman was tapping them on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, hey, hey I'm God. Just so you know, I'm God. This is this is my money. I'm giving you guys. Yeah, make the movie this way. So there is a point in the movie where it actually kind of does a turn, and you could tell the part where like Lloyd stepped in and was like, "Yeah." We're going to do it my way. It's noticeable. Yes. And you pointed it out when we were watching it. It, it is pretty specific. I actually hit pause. It's, it's and where the goofy-ass yeah. gun comes in. I said, yeah. guys, this is the third act. This is where it gets really trauma. They, they pop in with a gun that looks like it's straight out of a sci-fi movie. And you wouldn't think that that would stand out so much, but it just doesn't fit with like their style. Mm-hmm. 
No, no, not at all. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because it's this, got like this a, a laser on it and everything. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a grindhouse movie. And you're like, oh shit! Now we're in fucking Tromaville. We're we just they took a turn to Tromaville, man. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, Lloyd can't keep his fucking face out of it. So. Of course, no. But for something as ambitious as Father's Day, Astron Six, they needed money. They needed actual sets right. because before this, they were doing everything pretty much in front of a green screen. Yeah. This movie, this movie wouldn't have worked going. in front of a green screen. Like they actually had sets. Like they actually had stripper clubs. Well, they actually had the, a log cabin. That's kind of part of the the third act change that we're talking about. Is Pretty much the whole third act is in front of a green screen. Which is weird that, like, they, they're they in front of a green screen, which is something trauma normally doesn't do. But the trauma side of the movie, they're in front of a fucking green screen. Yeah. 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 It didn't, it didn't like, ruin the ending at all. No. It didn't. Like, they still had their, they still had their tone. They still had their, like, creative input. But you can just kind of see... It's like a group of uh, uh, like talented filmmakers trying to do something, and Lloyd is just like pushing himself into the conversation. Oh yeah, you know, like they're they're talking like you know what would be great uh, if we did the scene where where the priest instead he goes to heaven and he talks to God, and Lloyd's like, hey, you know, it'd be cool. I could play that role. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I am gonna play that role. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, uh, I don't know, Lloyd, and then he just kind of makes like the. Like the cash motion with his hand. Like, <laughs> you guys want this yeah. movie to come out? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I did see this movie in the theaters at. <laughs> yeah, right. I did see this movie in theaters at uh, the Buffalo. Uh, at the time, it was called Buffalo Screams Horror Festival, which is hosted by Gregory Lamberson, local uh, local filmmaker local here, legend. I, sure. Uh, so that's. Um, so if it wasn't for him or the film festival, I actually probably wouldn't know about this movie and the greatness of Astron 6 and this fucking movie Father's Day, which is – this is going to be my favorite movie review other, yeah. than, other than Texas Chainsaw 2. I think we all loved it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely fucking loved it. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm so into their inst- their entire style. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of want to watch all their movies now just because of these, these past two we watched. Yeah. Like I said, dude, Manborg is good, but it's not as good as Father's Day. I do. Oh, and they also have a web I'll series. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> they also have a web series called Divorce Dad, which I guess is really good, but I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. It's The, the lead in that is Adam Brooks, who is Greg Ahab. from Psycho Gorman, Ahab in this movie, who is actually severely underrated. He really is. He's a great actor. He is so fucking good. Also, apparently a talented special effects artist and yeah. stuntman. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, kinda, which we're going to talk about in this movie I kind of fell in love with this guy. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be honest. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. He's so fucking good. Turns out that uh, that whole eye patch and duster look really sort of does it for me. With the Wolverine here? It's the Kurt Russell. Really, that's what it comes back oh, to. Oh, shit. Yeah, wow. I a, little, am, a little bit of a comparison to Snake Plissken. Yeah. At least 25% homosexual for oh. uh, for Kurt Russell. Dude, I think I'll I, fucking I learned add this. you. I'm like 50-50. Yeah, I think I learned this from watching Father's Day. Okay. That's, that's kind of my thing. I mean, I don't know. When it comes to Kurt Russell, I, I'd probably treat it like Christmas. Tis better to give than receive. Uh, but I don't know. I'd make an exception. That's yeah, probably... Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll play catch with him. But uh, guys, let's get into uh, let's Re- get into reciprocation it. Reciprocation is important in any yeah, relationship, absolutely. Micah. It's a two way street. Kurt Russell may play a badass sounds, on screen, but he has a sounds like communism. <laughs> We're back on this again. It sounds like communism here. All right, I'm not going to treat my relationship like communism. Uh, so let's get- listen. I didn't go to school, and I think communism is great. Look, man, in my relationship, 
it's a dictatorship, and it's, I rule with an iron dick. It's never it's never been fully implemented in its proper form. And I I, that's the problem. Yeah, and also lied. You guys met my wife. You know it's a clitatorship. <laughs> she rules with an iron clit. Wait, it's a what? Clitatorship. One more time. Clitatorship. All right. Oh, it's like a play on on like dictatorship. Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. 2011 Father's Day. Father's Day. Enter the fuckman. Yes, enter him or he'll enter you, especially if you're a dad. That's the game you're playing when the fuckman enters the realm. All right, Greg, let's get into our uh, our list of characters, buddy. Well, you want to start with the obvious? Let's start with him. We got Ahab. Yes, Adam Brooks, main man himself. He is an eyepatch badass, a sister fucker. A professional stuntman, yep. apparently, and he rocks a duster like a goddamn boss. He does. Yeah, he really does. So he is essentially our main character, or one of the main, one of the main characters. Our grizzled lead character. Yeah. Very grizzled, yes. He yeah. is a Kurt Russell of a man. Yeah, he's got a past on him. So next up, we've got Twink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is a 16-year-old man whore. Yeah. Lost his father to the fuckman, clearly affected by it. His life's a bit of a mess. Uh, but he uh, finds salvation with his friend. That uh, is uh, Connor Sweeney. Connor Sweeney plays Twink. Yes. One of the Astron yes. 6 uh, guys. He finds salvation with his friend Father John Sullivan. Yes. Who is a priest. Mm-hmm. A homosexual. Yes. And an abortion enthusiast. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get an abortion! Might be one of the greatest lines of the whole film. Controversial, oh. depending on your stance. Depending. On that whole issue. But you can't deny the humor of it. And considering, yeah. The timing. Right. You know, it's good. Yep. Um, so then we have Walnut, who is Twink's friend. A little bit of a more minor, minor role. So uh, Walnut is Twink's asshole friend. He is a little bit of a douchebag. Uh, we find out that he's a rampant impregnator. Yeah. And a new father. Yeah, kind of a pimp. And that can be a problem in the world of Father's Day. Real scumbag. Makes you a bit of a target. Mm. (laughs) And that target has a bullseye, my friend. (laughs) And we'll find out what that results in later. That sweet, sweet black cherry. (laughs) So next up, Chelsea, who I think is a lot of our favorite character. Oh, Oh, she's great. She is Ahab's sister. Yeah. She is a smoking hot stripper. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Also a bit of a badass in her own right. Yeah. That too. And uh That's Amy groaning. Yes. I don't want to give away too much of the plot, so I'll leave it at that. Alright. Okay. Because she does have a bit of a transformation. Sure does. At a certain right. point. Uh so we'll move on to Sleazy Mary, <laughs> who is yes. kind of the kind of the whole polar opposite of Chelsea. Uh, she is a gross strip club manager, Ahab's ex-baby mama, hmm. and a bit of a nasty bitch. Yeah. That She's is... an ODB, old dirty bitch. Yeah, there that's, you go. That's Mer- Meredith Sweeney is her name in real life. She plays the part well. She certainly does. But she is, uh, you know, she's meant to be just kind of nasty. Nasty lady. <laughs> Miss Jackson. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> so then we've got Detective Stiegel, I think it was, or Stegel? Stiegel? I think it's Stiegel, yeah. Stiegel. Stiegel? Uh, he is a hard-ass detective. We find out he's a secret cult member. Yeah. A devoted follower of the Fuckmanicus. 
Fuck Manicus. Fuck Manicus. All hail the fuck Manicus. And that's pretty much all there is to him. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. <laughs> he reminds he, he reminds me of the, of, the, of the cop from um, Deuce Bigelow. Okay, I could see that. Oh, yeah. I forgot that actor's he's, name, um, but I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh just sort of verbally abusive to his partner the yeah. whole time. Yeah, 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 totally. It's hilarious. Uh, but then uh, we already talked about Father John Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we have Father O'Flynn. Yep. Who, you know, not a main character, but he might be one of my favorite characters just because of his deadpan delivery of words like the fuckman and yeah. the fuck manicus an irish priest he is yes very irish very oh, devoted oh, to, the fuck to priestliness uh he's dying he's yeah got, he's got the white eyes yeah uh he's probably guilty of something unseemly that they never really define right um but he's mostly an expositional character yeah yeah uh and he's yeah, dude, he's like one of those guys where he's he's older, and I just imagine like a casting for this type of character where they have to like bring in like a sweet old man, and then after like doing his role and everything like that, it's like a, and what's this movie about? And like, uh, oh, it's about a demon that fucks fathers, rapes fathers, and then yeah, and it's like, oh. Oh, I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah, like this he does like, a great <laughs> job though. He does, a yeah, great right. Job. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny. I feel like he's more into it than like yeah. we were saying that. We oh no, I'm care. sure he is. I'm sure he's a cool dude, whatever. But it's always fun seeing like well, just the old way he says in like, these movies. Like, like beware the fuckman. Ah, oh, the fuckman. It's, it's just so great. Yeah, I, I love him. I love the way he says that. But he gives us most of the backstory on um. The fuckman, the fuckman, the fuck manicus, and, and uh, uh, Ahab, and uh, yeah, a little bit about Ahab's our story. yeah, our uh, our antihero, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do we have next, man? Well, uh, there's only one other that we can really talk about. Yes, sir, and that is the fuckman himself. Yeah, he's a uh, sex demon. Mm-hmm. He sure is. <laughs> he's something, all to right. Put it succinctly, I mean, we don't find out that he's a sex demon until later. Uh, yeah, good old Chris Fuckman himself. Yeah. The fuck manicus. Originally, you think he's just sort of a like a serial rapist, but then you find out later he's he's there's, been dead there's, for thirty years. And, and there's more to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a fuckman cult around him, um, and he does some uh, some questionable things with his genitalia. Yeah, he does. Jesus Christ, that, does he ever? Honest, I don't. I don't normally cringe too hard at special effects, but that one got me. That reminded me of the fucking B and B Pain Olympics. Yeah, it was. Uh, what? Man, I think you've, you've mentioned that before and, uh, Mike, I don't know if I'd recommend watching yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, don't watch it, but it is an experience yes. unto itself. Oh, so, if you want to see a man chop his own dick and balls off spoiler, right in front spoiler of you. Alert. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, did you talk Although about, I've, I've heard that might be fake, I, I have, I've heard <laughs> but, too, yeah. but it looks very real, Yeah. whether it's real or fake right. or whatever it, it's it convincing. Looks, yeah. That's fine, man. Cause anytime I hear about like. I'm gonna get weak talking about it. Like it was, I, I've it was never out the same time like two girls one cup was out. I've never had a catheter put in me. Yeah, but if it's ever like a time where like the doctor's oh, you've like, never been? <laughs> <laughs> if the doctor is it's just like, hey, we are gonna put a catheter in you, I'll be like, no, just no. I had a good run. <laughs> no, kill me. <laughs> Have you ever had one, Greg? No. Will no. no? You know Johnny Knoxville has to do that every day. Fuck why. Johnny oh, yeah. Knoxville he, he, he injured took a hard his, hit to the kidney or something, right? Oh, it, like he injured his vas deferens. Oh no! 
One of, so, my, one of my favorite organs in the human body, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, he can't pee. What? So, he has to drain his bladder when he wakes up and, like, before bed. And he uses a catheter to just, like, drain everything out of him. That's insane. He did a, a very entertaining interview where he, he details all of the injuries that he's gone through. Yeah. I think, was it Howard Stern? I think it was just, a, like, an independent, like, uh, YouTube thing. Okay. I don't, I don't know what the actual, like, who was interviewing him. But you can find it on YouTube. Hmm. And did, he just goes one by one. You know, I hurt my shit doing this. Wow. A bull did this to me. It was the bull. The bull scene. It fucked yeah, it. That's, what, that's, that's what fucked him up. To wow. where, like, he has yeah. to drain his bladder but he, using uh, a catheter. He he put work in for Jackass. He did. He definitely you know, did. He, he, but, at, like, at what cost? <laughs> I mean, it made him famous, right? It did. Yeah, um, made some money. He's, you know, kind of known for being cool. <laughs> Greg, I'm so sorry if you talked about this character and i just I, I don't know had a stroke or whatever but did you mention john's father john sullivan no yes. father john sullivan <laughs> just kidding i did you did yeah. uh yep he's a priest a homosexual and an abortion enthusiast remember that that, that joke that i, I remember all of that and i'm so sorry it's even funnier the second time it's if even I, if I fun- so yeah myself. totally it's real anti-priest if you ask me <laughs> right yeah matthew kennedy what who kind plays- of priest is a homosexual like it's a, it doesn't happen craziest thing that never ever happens especially like Having sex with a 16-year-old boy named Twink? Yeah. Never happens. Honestly, this was the the part that kind of took me out of the film because it's so far-fetched. It really is. You know, a, priest, the, a priest would never do such a thing. Of all the things they did, I was like, mm, come on, guys. No. Really? Like... A wholesome Catholic priest. <laughs> I appreciate like the the bombastic writing and everything, but if you're going to try to imply that a priest might be homosexual, like, all right. It's not even that. Okay. It's the fact that like you're gonna have sex with someone underage. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It's not real. Uh, he's played by Matthew Kennedy, also one of the founding members of Astron Six, who worked on uh, all those other movies that we talked about. Um, he was the Manborg. He was Manborg. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Thanks. All right, guys. <laughs> let's get in. You're welcome, Greg. I appreciate it. Let's get into one of our favorite movies that we're going to review on the show, Father's Day. Enter the fuckman. Enter the fuckman. Where do we start? Well, we open up with a gory shot of the fuckman himself banging a severed head and eating some entrails. The last time you saw a severed, a severed head get fucked like this would have been uh, the Thanksgiving uh, trailer or Thanksgiving trailer. Uh, where uh, the the pilgrim killer is fucking the back of a severed head. Well, now I'm just thinking about Thanksgiving. Yeah, not Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. The, Eli, a, the uh, Eli Roth fake trailer had a sassy little turkey. It did. Nice tits, bitch. <laughs> uh, you, you gotta love that. And also, can we not forget the other great severed head fucking scene in High Tension? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what these movies. High Tension is a fantastic French horror film made famous by its head fucking scene. Okay. Yep. All right. Next to Frontiers, probably my favorite French horror movie. So is that okay. something you, you want to see? I mean... Go for it. I'm trying to be excited about it. <laughs> you look like it. Will, you're off a little bit, man. What's going on? I can tell by the look on your face that you are not excited about it. <laughs> well, And you right. know what? I, I think, think, that's, I think, I think I, that's normal. I think my meds are hitting me a little, a little hard right I, now. I so. think you're correct, though. Like, should you be... Excited about fucking a severed head? <laughs> I'm not excited to fuck it. I'm excited to watch someone fuck it. What does that say about me? A lot. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, we could probably go into this. So Father's Day we really starts. To. <laughs> we could turn this into a therapy. I don't it. need therapy. I'm fucking fine. Oh. 
Usually when people say that they're fine, they're not fine. Fuck you, I'm fine. No, I don't need wrong. therapy. That's wrong. When when people profess their fineness, you should listen to them. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Greg. Because they're correct. Judgy McJudgerton over here. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey. My mental health is just fine. Yeah, just because I masturbate when somebody's fucking a severed head doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. Yeah. There's something wrong <laughs> with the wrong head. With yeah, what are you, a fucking nerd? <laughs> It's the head that's wrong. All right, so we get that. Oh, by the way, the opener <laughs> to Father's Day has a really sweet Frank Miller feel to it. Yes. Yeah, yeah it totally. Very graphic novel. It doesn't, the, the movie actually straight up follows uh, a, the first opening scene. Isn't it Ahab killing who we think is the fuckman? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And they uh, just a great opener where the shotgun blast throws the title right at you. And he goes, Happy Father's Day! Yeah. God, I love it. It, it, it. He didn't say it like that. I mean, kind of. <laughs> it was a lot cooler. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a better actor. And also, I love, uh, I love how Ahab's license plate actually has his name, Ahab666, next yeah. to it. Where he isn't playing a cop, he's actually a vigilante. And he kills who we, uh, we expect is the, the, the bad guy in the, the movie. Fuckman. The he fuckman. S- he smushes him with a car, and then he shoots him with a shotgun thinking that he has accomplished his mission. And we have an awesome opening credit scene in the movie that reminds me a lot of, like, Sin City. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, very Rodriguez, Tarantino. Like, it's super grindhouse. Yeah, but it has... That, I, like, obviously, that's what they're going for. Oh, totally. This is, this is straight up a fucking grindhouse But it movie. has an incredible surf rock song that really just got me so pumped. Is it Rock Lobster? It was. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> remix of it. It's like uh, a Rock Lobster remix. yeah. Rock lobster gonna rape your dad. Fuckman. Something like that. Fuckman, fuckman, fuckman. Here <laughs> comes the fuckman. Then the Ahab. Now you're begging your sister. Don't forget Twink. This priest isn't gay. Wait, no. Yeah, well, he is. And that's fine. It is. Um... Then we get to uh, we get to the, the the actual like opening of the movie after the credit scene, right? Yeah. What do we got here, Greg? We got Twink waking up in a jail cell. Oh, classic Twink! Kind of our our main guy, Twink, to start off. He's talking with Detective Stiegel. To give you like a little bit of an idea of Twink, obviously very skinny, low rise jeans, uh, Billy Idol hair. Yeah, he's got a very like like teen punk look. Yeah, a crust punk. Bit of a lost soul. Yeah, and we find out why. It's because his father has been murdered by the fuckman. Not yet. Mm. And he is being accused of it. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. I. Yep. <laughs> I already fucked up. Oh, yep. That's, a, that's why Detective Stiegel is here. Cause he's that's a, right. Because he's a cop. Yeah. So they found his dad dead, burned alive. They're questioning Twink about it. It turns out Twink is actually a male prostitute. Yep. Big blow- old hooker. Yep. Blowing guys in alleyways, getting paid. We get a nice flashback to him. Uh... To be to put it sensitively, he's sucking cocks for money with his friend Walnut. This is the movie we got, guys. Yep, and they yeah. rob a guy. They rob the uh, the receiver with a bat. Beats him up and goes, "He's 16 years old, you fucking pervert." Yeah, yeah. Just beat his ass with a bat, and they uh, they steal his money. Yep. Um, and this is where we we find out that uh, yeah, Twink's father was. Uh, raped and set on fire by the fuckman. Yes. Yeah, good lord. That was actually and pretty brutal. Twink yes, showed up just in time to witness it. So he's a little bit traumatized. He found his dad naturally. burning alive, but he missed the rape part. He did mm-hmm. miss the rape. The fuckman reminds me of... Oh, my 
God, I forgot his name. Who is the serial killer with the really uh, the really nice voice? BTK. Who does voice actors? No, BTK sucks. <laughs> uh, the co-ed killer. Oh, fuck. I can't oh, uh, Kyle Katarn. Jesus Christ. Keep going. I'm going to find this guy's name because it's going to piss me off. Dave Coulier? <laughs> keep going. Mm. Ringo Starr. Just keep going with the movie. I'm gonna. This is gonna piss me off. <laughs> All right. So Stiegel is. Uh, he's interrogating Twink, but mm-hmm. um, Ed Kemper. I was gonna oh, say that. Guy. Edmund Kemper. Yes. He. Uh, the fuckman kind of reminds me of Ed Kemper, a big goofy fuck with a gut who just loves raping dads. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. yep. And who doesn't really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Father's Day every year. <laughs> yes. Um, so Stiegel's talking to Twink. He lets him go. He's like, you know what? We're obviously not getting anywhere yeah, here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get, get the fuck out of my office. Slaps his ass. a little, little ass pet on the yeah. way out. And we switch over to Father John Sullivan. We're introduced to our uh, our main, one of our main characters. He's a priest, and he is outside the police station. He tells Twink, hey, buddy, um... I know, uh, I know your dad's dead, but I can give you salvation. Yeah, I can help you out. Twink does the whole "fuck you" thing. Here you go. Hands him a gift, and he's like, "Oh, a gift! This is progress." That was in my dad's mouth when he was burned alive, dick. <laughs> yeah, it really, really kind of fucks with his mind there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Father Sullivan uh, goes to his friend, Father O'Flynn's deathbed, and talks to him about the fuckman. Yeah. We get a little bit of uh, oh, a explanation. Fuckman. This is where we find out that the fuckman. Turns out this guy's a little bit of a problem. And he wasn't dead. It wasn't who Ahab killed at the beginning of the movie. No. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. But you have to find the you have to find this man named Ahab. He says, uh, you must find him. Uh find Ahab, he's your only hope. Yep. So then we get uh Sullivan going on a little bit of an epic journey. I love the montage here. Across po- land, sea, yeah. snow, <laughs> and air. And he finally arrives at Ahab's remote cabin. Where he's just hanging out, tapping trees for uh, for syrup. <laughs> I, I love this scene so much when he walks in and there's just like uh, wolves' heads on the wall. And it's just a fireplace in a chair. And then yeah. you hear, uh, wolves are uh, blind by nature, heightening their other senses. He just tells him some bullshit story it's about bullshit wolves. <laughs> like wolves can hear a pin drop from miles away. And he calls him on it. He's like, yeah. that's not true. And he's like... <laughs> All right, well, you just embarrassed me. Could you leave? (laughs) Get out. You embarrassed me. The dialogue in this movie is great. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Because everybody delivers... It gets better and better as the movie goes on. Yeah, they they all deliver their lines so seriously and deadpan. Yes. But they're just ridiculous shit like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, And you could tell a lot of this is just on the cuff, like... Probably a lot of ad living. Oh yeah. God, yeah. And that's one of the things. Like you can tell that all these guys, the Astron Six guys, are just having a fucking blast. And they this like movie. each other. Yeah. Right. And it, it like that shows through in every scene. Like they're they're just having fun. That's the thing. These guys were having fun, but at the same time, they had to deal with fucking Uncle Lloyd. And that's probably yeah. that's the issue. Is Lloyd pops in, he fucks up their good time. Yep. Old Buzzkill Lloyd. And so when you watch this movie, you could see the fruit of their labors. But if you watch interviews with them or anything, this movie was extremely frustrating because of Uncle Lloyd. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, yeah. That old bitch just kept coming in and being like, "Hey, can I be in this scene? Can I be in this scene?" Like, no, Lloyd. This one's about syrup and wolves. Hey, I could play the wolf instead of this father getting raped by the fuckman. How about we just have a woman and I'll be doing the raping? Yeah, classic Lloyd. Yeah, 
Uh, and I love there's uh, so it's the whole like cat and mouse thing where the father, Father John, is trying to get Ahab to come back. Uh, and it turns out Ahab spent ten years in prison mm-hmm. for killing the accidentally killing the guy yes. again. Not accidentally, but it turned out it wasn't well, actually killed, Buckman. He had a bad lead and he killed the wrong man. Yeah. So now he's in seclusion in his cabin, making his own syrup. Uh, but he does agree to go with Sullivan to to help him out now that the fuckman has resurfaced. There's a lot of good humor in Sullivan trying to recruit Ahab for his cause. Yes. Yeah. But in the end, Ahab, uh, he agrees to help him. He grabs his revolver, some tasty berries, and a little vial of syrup, and they're on their way. Uh, So uh, we end up back with O'Flynn telling these two guys that more fathers... An endless amount of fathers have been raped and murdered recently, and it's time to finish what you started, Ahab. I know you ten, fucked up earlier. Ten years ago, you started it. Now it's time to finish it. Now <laughs> you're back. You're back He's in action. On his deathbed. Now it's time to finish it, Ahab. So, with this in mind, Ahab investigates the recent crime scene where he finds Stiegel waiting in the dark. It turned out that there's a little history between these two guys. Yeah. yeah. They got a little yeah. bit of a rivalry. Yes, sir. Stiegel was the one that arrested Ahab 10 years prior to this. Yes. And does the whole, like, you've been gone for 10 years, now you come back, fathers are getting raped and murdered left and right. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking vigilante. Yeah. I'm the real thing. A real tense scene between the two, and then you see some satanic artwork on the walls inside of uh, where Twink's father was raped and murdered. But what we get out of this scene is that uh, Stiegel reveals to Ahab that your sister has been snooping around lately. My s- Chelsea? My sister Chelsea? Sweet, sweet Chelsea. Oh. Yeah. So you better go have a talk with her because something's up. Yeah, she's working over at the Low Life. Yeah. <laughs> which is a great name for a strip club. I love yeah. all of the names for, for just everything in this film. Mm-hmm. Like Fuckman, like Low Life. For whatever Sleazy reason, Mary. Yeah, like I just I, I have a, a strong appreciation for the complete lack of effort in that. His like, name is Ahab. Yeah. Right. Like what do we what do we call the strip club? I don't know. Low life? Like I don't know. That that, that humor just really works for me. It totally <laughs> does. You know, they don't give a shit. They Yeah, Ahab. Exactly. Damn, I, I love it. Um so Ahab goes to the low life club to find his and I my note says his Fucking hot sister. Yes. Oh uh, my Chelsea. god! So finally, we get some uh, we get some skin in this movie that is an old man butt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not to say there's anything wrong with a little old man. Hey, if butt, you're into but... old man butt, if you're into bears, by all means, whatever, be into bears. But he pops in there and he uh, has to speak to the manager, who is, of course, Sleazy Mary. Sleazy Mary. He, it turns out he has a bit of a history with. Also, I love this club too because it's. I've never been to a strip club. Strip club in movies are always like, oh, the bartender has huge boobs and they're always out. Mm-hmm. I have never been to a strip club being served drinks by someone topless. Yeah, I don't think that usually yeah, happens. Neither. No. It's a different occupation. No, I mean, I'm not in New York anyway. Oh. Yeah. Okay, you got to go same. to France if you want that. You got to go to Erie, Pennsylvania for that. <laughs> oh, man. Can <laughs> we make a trip to Erie, Pennsylvania for that? I would love to have a, a weekend at Partners with you guys. Yeah. Erie, Pennsylvania. The Vegas of the East Coast. <laughs> that's that's what I've been told. Let's check it out. All right. So we have... Uh, so it turns out Sleazy Mary, in a word, has had Ahab's abortion. Yep. So that's a little bit of a, a, little bit of a pest problem for these two. Uh, you say problem, I say solution. <laughs> and I would agree. Yep. Uh, but Ahab has, <laughs> he has the... <laughs> Incredible uh, experience of witnessing his hot sister doing a pole dance. Mm-hmm. She comes out in full leather. 
Yeah. Just like Big Daddy from People Under the Stairs. And this is great, <laughs> but there's just one problem. What's that? They're related. Oh. So that's a little bit of an issue. You and know, by society norms, it's not okay, but whatever. He's all kinds of confused and aroused at this. You've been on Brazzers lately? That's a good point. That shit's normal now. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> But he ends up fucking up a bouncer on his way into the backstage area so that he can talk to her yep. af- after the uh, the dance. Uh, and we learn that they were split up when their parents died a long time ago. Uh, she was sent to a nunnery, and he just kind of fucked off for a long time. So well, he, yeah. he was raised by a priest. Yeah, she was. she's bitter Father about Flint. the fact that he wasn't around. Yeah. I mean, um, he did get arrested. True. Yeah, but regardless, from her perspective, she's like, where were you? Yeah. That's, that's the whole point of this. Yeah. Thing. Um, so it turns out Sullivan's been waiting in his truck the whole time. Ahab comes out and tells him, <laughs> this is one of the funniest parts of the movie. He tells him a long ass metaphor about <laughs> making syrup and he just goes on and on and on about, you and know, it's about like, you make syrup. I made some of the sweetest syrups you'll ever taste. Father. First, you, you tap the tree, but you never know what's going to happen. And you let it sit too long. It ferments. And this <laughs> confuses the hell out of Sullivan as it does all of us, I think. And he says, so, so, so you're the story, tree. Are, are you the tree? What? Ahab is just super offended by it. <laughs> no, I'm not a tree. Why would you call me a tree? You don't call a man a tree. <laughs> Take me to the airport. No, what I'm saying, father, is that I have syrup at home that's fermenting. Yeah. It Take it was me super, home. It was like super literal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's like, I thought this was a metaphor. And he's like, it's a, you don't call a man a tree. Very, very <laughs> Asperger's of him. Oh, it was awesome. I, I love that whole scene. Yeah. Um. So we, we cut over to Chelsea being approached by uh, Twink and Walnut, who they apparently all know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they meet in the alley outside of the lowlife club, and she's like, you know what? Let's all go home. Uh, well, it's the whole Twink's just like, my dad was raped and murdered by the Yeah, Buckman. she's like, so you know what? Come back home with me. We'll, we'll crash there. I'll take care of you. Yeah. Because they apparently, you know, they're all friends. Yeah. Uh, although when we get home, Walnut reveals the crucial information that he recently uh, got somebody pregnant. Blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, oh, no. That's going to be bad news, Bears, for you, buddy, because you are know you, what happens to fathers. Are you a father now? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. And he's like, yeah. But before we, even, uh, before we even get too deep into it, the lights go out, power is cut, and we enter the Fuckman. Yeah, our brother is gone. Like, he's, like, peaced out immediately after that scene. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Fuckman shows up and eats his dick. Yes, he When does. we say <laughs> eats his dick, I mean he yokes up Walnut rips his pants off, stares at everyone around him, and eats his dick. And I'm a yeah. little disappointed in the other two characters for not really doing anything while this is going on. If like, I saw some... Do, dude, I try I, to stop him from eating a dick, maybe? I don't know, dude. If somebody, just, like, grabs you... crazy enough to eat a penis. Maybe, maybe throw something at him, even if you don't want to touch him. Like, I don't know. Do something. Yeah, if somebody was going to eat your dicks, like, I would do what I can, but at the same time, I'm like... I don't want to get my dick eaten off. That motherfucker's crazy enough to eat a dick. I wonder what else he's, he's a going big to do guy. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say something that I mean with 100 percent truth. Someone was eating one of your penises. I'd try to help. Okay, more proud in, to you in, in whatever way possible. I, I'm, I'm not even if it's something minor. If I'm, I'm scr- not, I'm yeah, like throw you know, throw an I, alarm to, clock at him. If I had to like throw this fucking roll of paper towels or like this bottle or something, and then run out of the room, <laughs> I'd at least do something. I'm recording. I'm putting on best score. Something little. <laughs> You know, if I, you know, might, I might not grab the guy by the fucking neck and like pull him off your penis. Yeah, because you might accidentally rip the dick off right. too. But you know, I'd, I'd, I'd at least say, say, hey, stop. <laughs> you know, something. Hey, man, that's not cool. 
Point being, these other characters do nothing. They watch. That's uh, shit. They, yeah. they just watch scared. Yeah, I'm scared too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm I, I, sorry. It's, it's just the visual of this creepy guy. He's eating a penis, eating in front a of dick you. off. Yeah. And, yeah. So Walnut's gone. He's dead, though. Although yeah. maybe they maybe they don't really care that much about Walnut. Like he's he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, Walnut yeah. sucked. Maybe they're just like, you know, eat his dick. Eat his dick. Go for it. Eat his fucking dick. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's yeah. it. That might be the vibe. So is this where uh, uh, Father John and Ahab show up? Uh, yeah, they they bust in right on time. And uh, right on time, brother just got his <laughs> right, dick eaten. Right on time to save the characters that matter. Yeah. And uh, Ahab takes a fishbowl to the head. Because they're like, oh shit, is this another fuckman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think it's Chelsea who, who smashes him on the head with a fishbowl. Yeah, it turns out fuckman pieced out at this point. Yeah, he he, he got away. He ate and run. Um, yeah. <laughs> fast but, uh, food guys fast and, food and, and shortly after Stiegel arrives and this is also a great gag I love this where uh, Chelsea takes a moment to just kind of seduce him into uh, not noticing as <laughs> Twink and Ahab sneak out dressed as well so uh, real quick I know, I know we kind of went into detail with Chelsea because she's super hot uh, we went into detail with Twink Ahab and uh, a little bit with Ahab where he wears like a duster he has like Wolverine type hair and an eye patch when they're leaving this place Chelsea dresses them up as women mm-hmm. and they walk by Steagle, which is a great, like, kind of like naked gun style gag. Yeah. But I love the fact that they Ahab is like a fake eyeball yeah. taped, <laughs> taped to the eye patch. That part got me really it, good. Yes. Steagle yeah. just doesn't notice. He actually, I think he makes a comment about how hot they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ladies. Oh, I didn't know you were entertaining. Yeah. So oh. he's kind of flustered and it's, it's implied that Chelsea just bangs him while they get away. Is that what it was? I think so, because then our, our next scene is uh, Ahab and Twink in their truck driving away. Yeah. And uh, they have some conversation about how she can take care of herself or whatever. Right. And, you know, regardless of what she did, she distracted Stiegel so they could escape. Yeah. And I think, was the next person that gets gets got? The next scene here is, like, Fuckman goes after Father O'Flynn. He, yeah, he, he ends up in Father O'Flynn's room. Uh, the violence is not shown on screen. But we get a uh, a nice seven moment out of this. Yes, Which yes. If you haven't seen the movie Seven, I don't want to give anything away. But I will say, what's in the box? What is in the box? Mm, it's not my dick. It was it was the um the um. Yeah. Yes. Good. Don't you just hate people that give head and never t- take head and never give it? Man. Yeah. Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Father his, John has a complete meltdown about this during one of his sermons. This hits him hard. Yep, O'Flynn is gone. His uh, his mentor, his father figure, and he's up on a sermon talking about how, like, sure he was taken. He, he was taken from his time. Well, maybe not exactly from his time. He's a hundred years old. Actually, I don't really know how old he was. <laughs> the only thing he ate was boiled water. <laughs> the only thing he could enjoy at this point was boiled water. He's like, "Where's God? Is he under this podium? Oh Ooh, no, no, I don't see God. <laughs> and what's he gonna do? I don't see any storms. And I just ripped him a new asshole. He's not. <laughs> about it. He busts a. Uh, I, I believe it's like a a like Bible, a, like a James Bond. Uh, like a PP7? It's like a Walter or a Walter PPK. A Walter Matthau. Out of his fucking Bible, screws on the silencer, and just runs out of the room. And I love it. He gets everyone, like, hyped up about it. And somebody, somebody the, 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 one of the church patrons jumps up and is like, let's burn this mother to the ground! Yeah. And then, then just nobody joins in. 
That was kind of a trauma moment. Oh, it was great. Yeah, that was, was actually a lot of fun. It's, it's very trauma. Uh, yeah. But it was like a good trauma It was moment. good trauma. <laughs> or what does he say? Uh, let's tear this place apart. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of awkwardly like lowers his arms, Aww. sits back down, and the camera focuses on him for just slightly too long to be like, <laughs> yeah. Not, We've all been there. Happen. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So uh, where, you, where you think the rest of the room is on board with something you're excited <laughs> about and there's just not. <laughs> It happens. Um, so then we um, we we switch over to a fuckman gore montage. We get a solid shot the of the nutsack where um, he's fucking dead bodies. Yeah, he's just there's just all kinds of blood and guts and fucking and a bunch of cult members around him chanting my, this... my favorite line of the film, which is "Hail, Hail the, the fuck, fuck manicus. Hail the fuck manicus. Hail the fuck manicus." Trombarch, 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 Trombarch. Fuck, fuck, Manicus. Oh, yeah, yep. Good, okay, good. Uh, we'll, we'll probably never figure that out. No, we'll work right. on it. No, because after today, uh, Trombarch is, we're done. For right? No, for 2021, not 2022. We're gonna have Trombarch again. We'll have. Mm. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we we will not do this again. Yeah, a little March mayhem. March Madness. By that time, I, w- I will be moved to uh, Erie, PA. <laughs> <laughs> Partners, here we come. Shit. So we, uh, we, we go from the hell the fuck Manica scene to Ahab and Twink uh, practicing their marksmanship. Back on that fuck Manica scene. I can't okay. stress how fucking gory it is. No, I'm sorry. I just back on that. Like, dude, like, you got a fat, naked dude who's just a big fucking Ed Kemper looking guy. Laying in body parts, fucking everything around him, mm-hmm. and he's holding up a foot. Yep. There's like this scene is disgusting. Oh yeah, it's great. Get a beautiful view of the back of his testicles. Yeah, and he's got a big sack. It's like a goat. It's round. <laughs> yeah, it's bulbous. Yeah, good lord, like is a he had melon. a sack on him. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, he's the fuck manicus. Yeah, they're like two speed bags. I. Be- <laughs> Dude, I'd be disappointed if he didn't have a massive sack. His sack was huge. I feel like he's got to like drag it around, kind of like a like South Park. He's got to like a real buffalo on it. soldier. <laughs> yeah, I like, got a fucking hippity hop. Yeah, he stuck him in the microwave. <laughs> oh, just gonna get, just gonna get a little cancer. Got a real hippity sack. Oh, um, so then after that, we yeah, we sorry. see Ahab and Twink uh, practicing their marksmanship, shooting some cans, shirtless. And yeah, mm-hmm. just showing off their sexy, sexy bodies. And uh, <laughs> Sullivan shows up, and they're a little reluctant to have him join them. But he is now—he's all on board. He's like this part of the group. Made it personal. Yep. So he's like, "I want to—I want to help you guys track him down." And they're like, "Yeah, I don't know, priest. Uh, you might not have what it takes." Yeah, whatever, nerd, fucking dork. Uh, but in a, a brilliant display of masculinity, he pops out his his Walter PPK and he fucking shoots three cans at once. With one bullet. With one bullet. Yeah. I did love that scene. And it's incredible. Yeah. Um, Great Padre. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, but... <laughs> I don't remember what the line was, so I had to fake it. <laughs> Maybe you noticed. Um, so uh, we go back to... Uh, shit, what's the name of the bar again? Low Life. The Low Life. We go back to the Low Life where Sleazy Mary is uh, destroyed with a shotgun. By the oh, fuckman. my God. The fuckman shows up to the Low Life. And we get this great scene where uh, Chains- I'm going to call her Chainsaw Stripper because I don't know her name. Yeah. Um, Chainsaw Stacy. Sure. Yeah, we got Okay. It. Chainsaw Stacy uh, with a great ass. Mm-hmm. Fights great the fuckman. Everything. With she her fights him with her tits. 
but unfortunately and inevitably loses. That is a great scene. The whole it the is. whole scene at the low life is awesome. Yeah, it's dope. Like, Meanwhile, Chelsea has her headphones on. She's not paying attention to it, painting her toenails. A real yeah. Tarantino scene. And mm-hmm. as I must, yes, very Tarantino. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, and I must say, we we talked about it briefly while we were watching it. But I give credit where credit is due. Uh, yep, he actually held down the uh, trigger for the chainsaw. This gag is great. While the he chain- pushed her head yep. into it, chainsaw is mm-hmm. on the floor. No, seriously, you for the, never for the see that. Out there who's never used a chainsaw, they, the blade doesn't just spin constantly. No. Yeah. So anytime you see one being like thrown at somebody. Or, like, anytime someone is, doesn't have two hands on a chainsaw, that blade is probably not moving. Oh, like the scene in um, uh, American Psycho? Yeah. Like, you, I mean, well, I guess there's... I like, think the impact killed her, but... There's weight behind it. Yeah, there's weight behind it, but, but like... You, the, need, you need to hold the trigger to make a chainsaw blade move. Yeah. And they actually, they they made sure to portray that. It's a minor detail, but I, I feel like it was important. Yeah. All of the on-screen kills in this movie are top fucking notch. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put a lot of time and money into the gags. This gag is great. You get mouth first on a chainsaw. Was it mouth first? I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was like just neck, neck first. I thought it was mouth. I think he just gets her in the head. Yeah. Somewhere uh, in the head. Okay. But anyway, she gets fucked up, and uh, Chelsea gets kidnapped, and she takes a, a brief moment to notice... Her uh, Beretta 92 taped underneath the counter, mm-hmm. which she does not grab hold of. Greg, you are the biggest fucking gun nerd I know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Beretta 92, I have to say. Very good. That's a, that's a solid. Does it go pew, pew, pistol. pew? It does. Um, black, black, black. So she gets she gets taken by the fuck manicus to an unknown location, uh, and the boys arrive just slightly too late. They, they walk into a club full of carnage. Yeah. And they find... Uh, slutty Mary dying oh, on the floor. Bless her heart. And this is another great humorous this is a scene, great scene where uh, she he's like, "Where'd the where'd he go? Where'd he take her?" And she's like, "You have to kiss me, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you where she." <laughs> he kind of half asses it. He like sort of fakes it, uh. and she's like, "You didn't do it right." And he just goes, "No, I did. Uh, no, you, no, I did. I totally did. Like, yeah. you, you didn't feel it because you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just didn't feel it because of the dying." <laughs> But then she just grabs him. They do a full on like nasty blood vomit, gross yeah. makeout, uh, and she finally tells him, "You gotta, you gotta go here." This is a trauma thing, but it was done right. Mm-hmm. It was a yeah. good thing. Like, it, it, it yeah, this is funny. totally like a like a trauma moment. But like I said, like the people that were doing it did it right, and yeah. it wasn't too. It wasn't like I, I don't know. It wasn't well, gross. Gross. You really see the difference where the way. Astron Six handled this versus the way Lloyd Kaufman would have handled it. Right. Mm-hmm. You can picture what it could have been if it was full on trauma. Yes. The way they did it, it was hilarious and it was gory and it was gross and it worked. I feel like if uh, if Kaufman was in charge of it, there would have been like fucking fountains of vomit and blood spewing everywhere. She, shit would have been shooting out of her ass. It would have been like neon colored and he would have been screaming and fucking, he would have started puking. Yep. Like it would have been a whole like just out of control bullshit thing, but Astron Six knows what to do. They exact they know exactly what to do. Yeah. 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 So great gag. So she she, you know, tells him gives them direction to go follow the where the fuck Manicus is heading. And we end up Hail the fuck Manicus. Fuck Manicus. Hail the Fuck Manic. We're not gonna chant. Troll March. <laughs> okay, we won't chant this. No, okay. So we get an awesome car chase. 
uh, where honestly, this this scene out of the whole fucking movie looks like to me was like the most fun to shoot. Okay, yeah. so you had, uh, yeah, you had two cars. It was like a Jeep and a pickup truck. Yeah. And keep in mind, guys, this is incredibly low budget. There's no stuntmen. They're just There's... on like a dusty country road. And also, they had no fucking permit for this scene. Probably not. Uh, no, they were just uh, like trying to drive each other off the road. Adam Brooks showed off his sweet stunt stuntman skills. Yeah, he's this multi-talented. whole scene is fucking great. Jumping from one car to another. Um, very fucking dangerous. It got a little bit of like a, a Mad Max Fury Road vibe too. A little bit, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, I like that. Short Reese Theron. Charlize Theron. Yeah, she's pretty. She Ahab gets stabbed with a tire iron and he rips it out of himself. That while everybody's watching. That gag was hilarious. cool. Hey, and so so yeah, fuck Manicus and uh, Chelsea. They get away. Well, he gets away with Chelsea. And I uh, love that they do just a, a quick shot of like a random bear just watching <laughs> while he's all not, this is going on. He's not safe here. <laughs> he's just like this. This bear observed this whole stock ridiculous scene. stock footage of a bear while Ahab's bleeding out. It's so good. Um, but inevitably, the jeep explodes. <laughs> they, for some reason, it hit a rock and it exploded. Um, so they have to camp for the night mm-hmm. on their on their mission to find the fuck manicus. And it seems like Ahab isn't going to make it. Yeah, he's he's a little fucked up from the recent stabbing. Um, but what we do get is his backstory, where we find out that he witnessed his father uh, getting fucked up, fucked, raped, just getting destroyed, fucked uh, by the fuckman. Yep. And this is why he's on the path that he's on. And also, is this where they show how he got the eye patch? Yeah, he got yeah. Uh, the fuckman uh, just cut his eye. This gag kind of fucked me up. It did. Yeah, he literally just like poked his fucking finger into his. Well, you know, it was was it was a uh, uh, utility knife. Yeah. What was what was odd about it was yeah. that it was a kid. Yeah. And as much as I think kids suck, it is uncomfortable to watch one have their eye cut open. Now, I know I said that, that back uh, when we were covering Kabuki Man, NYPD, Attorney at Law. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, there, is a, there is a scene where the kids are supposed to like get stabbed and shit. I'm like, why the fuck did they show it? This is why. This is why. <laughs> so unnerving. Turns out it's not as hilarious yeah, as, right. I, as I thought yeah, it turns was. Out, turns out it's kind of, kind of depressing. Right. So this is actually like kind of a depressing moment of the movie. Uh, Ahab gets stabbed in the eye and it like pops. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then we see his ninja training montage, which brings it right back around. He's <laughs> like <laughs> where his sensei, I assume that's the correct term, sure. uh tells him that your thirst for revenge is strong, but your pain makes you weak. And it's it, just like fucking karate chops him off the screen. But it's like a voiceover thing too, which yeah, is yeah, pretty all, awesome. Yeah, it's a uh stylistic bad voiceover kind of thing. God, I love it. It was great. Old old kung fu. Yeah, very 80s look. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, But uh, then we we get a a recap of Ahab killing the wrong man, you know, going down the whole path that he went down. Gets arrested by Stiegel and does 10 years in prison. Yep. All of this is going through uh, his mind as Sullivan and Twink are tripping the fuck out on berries that they found in his coat. Yep. So the berries that, yeah, Ahab grabbed when he was leaving his cabin, they start eating it, they start feeding it to Ahab. Turns and out it's, they're a little psychedelic. It ended up being me and you. Mm, this was us watching <laughs> yeah, this It was movie. actually the three of us watching this. Yeah. Will would be the role of Ahab. Yep. It would be the two of us stuffing berries in Will's <laughs> mouth while he's unconscious. <laughs> but it turns out that these berries actually brought him back around. Yeah, man. There's a reason he brought him with him. That, now, I, I'm assuming just complete coincidence that they they got 
fucked up enough to like put them in someone else's mouth. <laughs> but I guess that's what what healed his uh, stab wound. These yeah. are uh, yeah, they have they're healing. I I, I yeah, the they wolves, have powers. The wolves taught Ahab about this. Yeah, these yeah. bears have powers. But there's a <laughs> there's a brief moment where Sullivan looks into the woods and a giant tiger head pops out and just goes, "You guys are fucked." <laughs> <laughs> and it really reminded me of the the psycho, psycho Gorman, Gorman. Mm. where uh, uh, Greg's on the toilet yeah. and Gorman's just screaming at him. Find me a real tiger. Where? <laughs> yeah, it's what fucking, a it's just so good. What a great fucking scene, just guys. These little moments are so good. Little moments. So Ahab has a David Lynchian nightmare full of boobs, penises, and backward talking, and uh eventually the berries bring him back around. He is revived. Um our boys wake up the next morning after a, a night of tripping out. He is healed. He is healed, and they are on their way. Father John wakes up completely naked. Yes. Yep. So we get, we get a little bouncing penis scene, <laughs> and this is where we get the the Star Raiders interjection. Oh little, yes, little commercial for yeah. a fake movie that is just a parody of Star Wars. Obviously. The mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because uh, as we all know, there were a lot of Star Wars parodies, and I remember watching a lot of those like as a kid. So watching this fake commercial for a fake Star Wars parody. Is not that far fetched, right. and I have to say, my favorite part of it is the the giant, stupid mouse monster thing that's in the background. Yeah, freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a fun little gag there. Yeah. So it's uh, you're enjoying Father's Day now, but stay tuned for Astron Six's network next movie. Yeah. So that was that was sweet. Mm-hmm. And then we're right back into the action with them tracking the fuckman into a tunnel under a water slide. Uh, where they find a what I assume is another dad corpse. I love the key in its mouth. <laughs> so when they get to the water park, that's Father John is like, water parks, nothing is sacred to this man. <laughs> right. And I think Twink says something about like peeing on water slides. Yeah. Yeah. As we all do. Sometimes. And then we we went into a whole conversation about that too, right? We did. Yeah. It was the <laughs> everything took over at that point. <laughs> But we're inside these tunnels underneath the water slides, and they find Fuckman's torture room, where Chelsea is waiting, battered and bloody. The gag right before they get into this room with the key is awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when Twink knocks on the door, he's like, let me try something. Oh, I it, did all I could do. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, great, they, so you get a great little fun gag right there. And they rescue Chelsea, and then right afterwards, Ahab is chasing the Fuckman down on, on the top of a dam, I think it is. Oh my god! I don't, it may not be a dam, but it's like a big concrete, uh, like structure. I'll be damned! But he's he's chasing him down. He ends up just fucking him up with a brick, and then he he, <laughs> he shoots him up. in the ass with a shotgun. Yeah, and then he throws his body over the edge. This whole scene is barbaric. Well, I think it's like what you you popped huge for this. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's riding the adrenaline train. He's fucking just surging. He's so like, he's did, you see that? That? did you see that? That was awesome. <sighs> you, did you get in on that? Oh, guys, you guys didn't even get in on that? Let's, Let's go, go finish down. him off. <laughs> finish him off. And he just, it does like a, a long shot of him like running. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Go finish him off. That was great. Uh, and this is fun where like Chelsea's in the hospital, but then it shows the three of them trying to go on and live a normal life after all this. Yeah, you, yes. think, this, you think this is an end movie, but no. Now, this is where I hit pause. This yeah. is where and Lloyd I, Kaufman takes over. I informed you guys this is the third act. And this is where it gets kind of trauma-ish. And you could see it. Yeah. It's not that trauma-y, 
But this is where Lloyd yeah. Coppin was really flexing his trauma muscles. The, the, the humor changes slightly, but not significantly. Not enough to ruin it. Like, there's, there's a tonal shift, kind of, like a, like a minor tonal shift. The visuals look a little bit different. It all just kind of takes a slight slide towards the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. But not, it's not enough to ruin it. It's, by any it's means. not enough to ruin it. No, it's, it's it, just a, it totally isn't. It just changes a little. Uh, there's a fun scene where, like, Ahab is trying a grocery shop, and I love that he's still in his duster and eye patch and his gloves. <laughs> and he just doesn't get it. Yeah. He just uh, it. He's just uncomfortable. Father John is put into uh, O'Flynn's quarters where he died. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, Twink is forced to accept that he is a homosexual. Yeah. And him and Sullivan ultimately have... uh, connect. Yeah. There's a, a fun a scene where the, the blankets get pulled away. Well, Twink is trying to have sex with a bunch of women, trying to, like, reform himself. Yeah. And, they're and they're like, like, like nope. Yep, no, you're gay. Yeah, nope, you're totally def- gay. You're definitely gay. I mean, they yeah. they, they did the test. Yeah. <laughs> they they found that out <laughs> firsthand. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, Sullivan finds out that the he finds the... He finds the Fuck Manicus Demonis book in O'Flynn's room, and it has a little goblin on the front of it, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, uh, it kind of looked like my buddy Julian. That's how you know it's evil. Yeah. Because it's goblins. That's why, uh, if you're listening to Julian, you are the fuckman. Yeah. Yep. Fuck Julian. <laughs> Wait, that sounds bad. <laughs> Julian is the fuckman. You're, 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 you're the fuckman. That's yes. fine. We'll go with that. Julian Fuckman. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> shortly after, Chelsea shows up at Ahab's hotel room and fucks the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Remember, I, like, re- remind you guys, that's his sister. Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, you've seen her. I, well, yeah. He, he, he hasn't seen her in 10 years. She was probably like a little girl. Now she's all grown up. He weakly resists. Yeah. But uh, gives in. <laughs> It's a real, uh, a real old boy moment here. Yeah, and they just they just start banging, and it's a long sequence. And it's every position they bang for a while, a lot of positions. But I guess there, there's no easy way out. I guess. But there's a twist. There's no easy way out. Uh, oh, is there a twist? What a twist! It's the mm. fuck manicus. Oh! It was the fuck manicus the whole time. Hail the fuck manicus! Hail the fuck manicus! Hail the fuck manicus! Hell the fuck, Manicus! So, Twink and Sullivan show up afterwards, and uh, they shoot a bunch of cult members who were apparently around. There? Underneath the bed? They were just there. Ahab was off. under their spell, and he didn't notice them. She, no, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he was his own free will to fuck So they shoot, they, they shoot all of them. They shoot him up. Turns out one of them was the cop. It was Steagle. Mm. Ah! He was a member of the Fuck Manicus cult this we just whole time. Ruined, we ruined an important plot point for you. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, spoilers. Hey, yeah. hey, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. In case it's, you were wondering. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you listen to this show, guaranteed, spoilers for days. And this isn't going to prevent you guys from watching this classic movie. No. No. But what Sullivan tells him is that the Fuckman wanted to be killed. Yeah. This is all part of his plan. Took over your sister. He needed your seed. To be revived. You impregnated your sister. Your fuckman sister. Yeah, your she dis- manicus sister. She disappears and she ends up in hell. And this <laughs> is this is a great scene where Ahab is trying to avoid telling them that he fucked his sister. <laughs> like, you, know, you know, I may have I, I think I was kind of drunk. I mean, I don't I don't know. Like we, like we, we just we didn't do anything. Okay, as long as you didn't do anything. Well we did some stuff. Well, we, we did, did some stuff. stuff. Maybe. You know, yeah. I, I, I was I was intoxicated at the time. 
But uh, it was the fuck Manicus. It wasn't her. It was the fuck yeah. Manicus. I was under a spell. Like you guys would have done it. Yeah. Don't, twink, don't lie to me. Twink, twink, twink. <laughs> you would have done it. I, I know. You know you would have. Yeah. Dude, it's your sister. <laughs> so it's awkward. <laughs> but what we find out is that uh, with a hep seed, the fuckman will be reborn in hell. Um, and I, I, I actually, this is the point where I noticed that they keep using the term GD. I didn't yeah. get that. Yeah, they kept saying they said like, it a lot. Yeah, I, like, think I, it, I think they, I think they're doing it just to be funny. Well, yeah. it may have been an inside thing. It was definitely like an inside joke among the cast. Yeah, it? but he's like, I didn't, I didn't remember a GD thing. Yeah, and then I realized, wait a minute, they've been saying this this whole time. Yeah, they've been throwing GD in yeah. a lot, and I mean that's, you know, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny joke. I want to know what the joke is, though. There's got to be an inside thing. I I feel like without director commentary, we may never know. You might have to listen to that. <laughs> I watched director commentary, and they didn't mention it. They never said GD. No. All right. Well, maybe They never mentioned the joke behind the GD thing. But here we get one of the best gags of the film, <laughs> and we'll, we'll get the payoff later. <laughs> but they realize, well, if we're going to go to hell, we're going to have to kill ourselves. <laughs> yep. So they go to a, a hotel room or an apartment or something. Uh, they have a brief argument over, over who's going to die first, and Ahab just ends up doing it. Just blasts his head <laughs> off. <laughs> you can tell he's been revolver. suicidal for a while. Right. Yeah, he's just fucking, I'm gone. Ends up in hell. Uh, Twink follows him shortly. The scene where he's going to hell is great. Yeah, he's, he's flying down. His jacket comes with him. Jacket, there you are. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, but in a uh, hilarious turn of events, when Sullivan dies, he goes to heaven. Which because he's a, yeah, a hilarious, yeah, yeah, it is. He's been a devout man his whole life. It turns out angels have great boobs. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's boobs everywhere in heaven, yeah. everywhere because it's heaven. The scenes where Ahab and Twink are in hell are actually really fucking dark. Oh yeah. yeah, we get Twink's father just lambasting him about what yeah. a piece of shit he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, My- Ahab has a conversation with the man he wrongly killed and about how his life mm-hmm. was is like horrible. Ev- he has to watch his his. A former wife go on and remarry and be happy and everything. My wife and kids forget me every day. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it is a it's vision weird. of hell. Depressing as hell. That it's very emotional. Twink's dad got me. That Matlock looking guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus Christ, the shit he said to him was yeah. dark. Yeah, he really he really rips him a fucking new one. So this yeah. shows like not only do these guys have like a great sense of humor, but they could get really fucking dark. Mm-hmm. They know drama. Yeah, they can write. Yeah. They can write. Lloyd couldn't come up with this shit. No, fuck no. Lloyd wouldn't been like, "Hey, what's up, man? You're a you're a gay hooker, and that's that's stupid." Boo 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 pee pee. Yeah, if, if Lloyd up. if Lloyd wrote this scene, Twink's dad would have been like, would have thrown up on him. Yeah, keen on him. Tasmanian devil. Toxic Avenger would have showed up in hell. Yeah, and he would he would have turned to his side and just grabbed a tit of the the demon standing next to him. Lloyd, you suck. Fuck you, Lloyd. You're the worst. Astron 6 is way better than you, and you don't deserve to be involved in this. No. Lloyd. It's my statement. This is their view on it. I'm 50-50 with you. I love you, and I hate you. Yeah, Mike is playing it safe, but he, he told me earlier that he actually hates you. He thinks you're stupid, and that you're dumb, and you make bad movies. That you're a pedophile. Yeah. I never said any of that. Yeah, I thought you did. I mean, I, re- <laughs> I read between the lines a little bit on it. Yeah. But, you know. Um, so anyway, we're, we're back in heaven. With Sullivan. Sullivan takes an angel hostage at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this this is another great line where he's like, I don't want to have to shoot you because you're a nice guy. <laughs> it's true. I am. <laughs> he shouldn't do it because it's true. <laughs> but anyway, he, he ends up getting a uh, getting a one-on-one audience with God, who is, of course, Lloyd oh! fucking Kaufman. 
God damn it! And he is, in spite of the fact that he's trying really hard to be funny, he is the most unfunny part of the entire movie. Yeah. And it's because he's trying so hard. Yeah. Like, the rest of the guys know how to know how to write lines and know how to be funny. The rest of the guys, it, come off, it comes off naturally for everybody else but Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. Lloyd yeah, I mean, he wasn't that bad. It's not his worst. Man, no. Like, no it's he's been worse. This wasn't Terror Firmer. His worst is Terror Firmer, for sure. I like him in Terror Firmer. I know you I do. don't like him in this. You love shitty movies, though. I do. You love Lloyd Kaufman. I love hate him. Yeah. You love his little goatee. <laughs> he had a beard in this one. No, it was a goatee. Yeah, it was really awkward looking goatee. Yeah, thought it was, it was a weird. It was like a Randy Orton it was a, beard. It was, a, it was a really shitty goatee. Really? It was a really shitty paper, like pencil drawn on thin. To I remember a beard. Mm. Mm. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Lloyd Coffin. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, he. Uh, so he takes a moment to argue with him over, uh, you know, I don't want to be here. I want to go back to hell. It's, it's fucking annoying. Well, too um, bad kind of thing. And then eventually uh, O'Flynn pops in. And saves him. Yeah. With a gun. He's like, guess what, God? He's leaving. Fuck you. Uh, Sullivan goes to hell. He drops down. Who knows what the actual distance is? I'm sure there's some science behind that. Two feet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he goes to hell. Where we have Ahab entering what I think is an awesome vision of a hell cathedral uh, where a giant fuck-off troll demon has uh, Chelsea captive. That's the fuckman. That is the fuckman in his true form. That is the fuckmanicus demon, which is a real big troll. And upon seeing him, he immediately just pukes his guts <laughs> all over the place. Don't look him in the eyes. He's just totally incapacitated by vomit. Yeah, Chelsea's like chained up. She's like, don't look him in the eyes. It's amazing. Look me in the eyes, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> and, and Ahab is just done. He's just laying on the floor with his guts all around All him. of his innards fell He's just out. done. Yeah. After all this effort, he's just he's, he's <laughs> laying there. <laughs> Uh, so F- Sullivan falls flat on his face right in the middle of the whole thing while the fuckman uh, rises from his throne. <laughs> he has <their> demon <laughs> throne. Uh, and he crushes uh, Stiegel and his partner who are there too. They're his, yes. his, little, yeah, uh, yeah. his little acolytes. This is Mark, right? Mark and, Mark and Stiegel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah they just get mushed. He stomps on them. <laughs> um, and Sleazy Mary pops in uh, to throw... Ahab syrup in the face of the fuckman. This is kind of out of nowhere. Like I don't know why they put Sleazy Mary here. I feel like it could have been any other character and it would have worked better. But, it had to come full circle. You know, whatever. She had to do the whole like let's save it, save my man Ahab yeah, thing. So yeah. she she smashes the syrup bottle in his face. Uh, fuckman shrinks down to a, a wee little baby, just like <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. This is just like the ending of it. Yep, but better. Because <laughs> there's no. I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> this is a much more appropriate ending than the ending of it. Well, at the same, um, it's not even that. It's the whole like love will beat you, evil clown. But they 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 play off that in the greatest way possible. And we'll we'll talk about it in just yeah. a second. Yeah. Um. But uh, Sleazy Mary throws the syrup in the face of the fuckman. He shrinks down. Chelsea just stomps on this baby. Oh my god! And I mean, how often do you get a baby stomping scene? Yeah. In a movie? Seriously. Yeah. And I, it's really it's only okay because it's a demon baby. Sure. Otherwise, it's like okay, that's kind of. The last time I saw watch. a baby get stomped like this was in Human Centipede Two. Mm, yeah, and that was a notoriously terrible movie. Yeah, mm. you know what? Funny thing is, that was the same baby that they used in Serbian film. Mm, mm, yep. Okay, kind of okay. like how they always use the same bear. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now that the fuck Manicus has been vanquished, uh, Chelsea's spirit is returning to Earth, and she's telling Ahab, "Come find me." Come, come with me, please. I'll, I'll be on Earth. <laughs> to which Sullivan 
interjects. By the way, Father Sullivan got straight up bishoped in that scene. Oh, he he got smashed in half, yeah. Got ripped in half just like Bishop from Aliens. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, But what does he say? Get an abortion! (laughs) (laughs) Final lines. Hey, go for it. Um, And then uh, they're all just kind of sitting in hell. Uh, Twink is like, he's like a, a paste on the wall. Oh, Twink got fucked up. Um, yeah. He's just mushed up there, and they all look at each other like, what do we do now? Well, maybe if we hope really, <laughs> really hard. Oh, we get another fucking Lloyd Kaufman cameo here, too, don't oh, we? Fu- I'm skipping past. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, good. Skip. All right. Yeah, about... he shows up, says some shit. It's not funny. No, nobody cares about Lloyd. Yeah. No. Uh, and um, you could totally tell the tension between the actors and Lloyd Kaufman during this scene. It's kind of just, yeah, it's awkward. They all just hate each other. Yeah, because he sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we get the best part of the movie here, really. Yeah. Where oh Sullivan is just like, well, maybe we can hope. This finish is great. Really, really hard. And maybe we can go back. And he has like this this twinkle in his eye. And he's, he's looking at Ahab. And then it just cuts to the three of them. Their actual bodies on the Earth. corpses. Where literally. they're dead. They're so they're dead. They're bloated. Yep. They're bloody. And, and they're being eaten by cats. Cats are <laughs> swarming around them. Hilarious. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> and the credits just roll. Yeah. The cr- the, so dude, good. Every, I, I can't stress enough how much I fucking love this movie. And it makes me so happy that we watched it together. And even happier that the two of you liked it as much as I did. Yeah, I love this movie. That really meant amazing. a lot to me. I know I've hyped, this, fucking amazing. I've hyped this movie up for a while now. Um, I was going to say, like, in the first ten episodes, I'm like, eventually we're going to review this movie called Father's Day. Uh, I want all of our listeners to check it out. It is streaming on Prime right now. It's also on Tubi. If, um, you've, if you've recently watched Psycho Gorman and you don't know the other work of Astron 6, like, watch it. Yes, it yeah, absolutely. They are yeah. solid all around. These, these Canadians know what's up. They totally do. Uh, I give this why, movie. Why you got to specify that they're Canadian <laughs> because Canadian. Uh, I, I is this, this unusual thing, to you that a Canadian would do something well? Yeah, you're racist. This, no, this good. When it comes to horror, I generally don't really prefer Canadian horror at all. Yeah, he's or a, he's yeah, horror, yeah, I'm not big into it. Especially, it's more like new Canadian stuff. I'm not into stuff from the '80s. I totally am. Like uh, you this know, is incredibly specific. I it is. Um I uh, uh, uh there's been a recent onslaught of Canadian horror movies and I think a lot of them suck. Um Astron 6 well, they fucking they fucking rock. How do you um, feel about Canadian rock and roll? I mean, yeah, sure. I like that Chris Jericho's band, Fozzy. Remember the one with Drinking with Jesus? No. No, it goes I'm drinking with Jesus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I uh, that one. I give Father's Day 5 out of 5. It had a lot of heart. It had charm. Everything from the score to the sets to the acting to the gore to the nudity. Everything in this movie is fucking perfect. I kind of hate that Lloyd Kaufman slaps trauma all over this fucking thing. If you get the Blu-ray with the commentary and all the extra features, you could see that the two the two sides, they were polar opposites. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman kept coming in with his, like, do this, do that. Astron 6, they were fighting it tooth and nail to get their vision out and not what Lloyd Kaufman wanted to do. Lloyd Kaufman went on record to kind of shit on them during the commentary in the in the Blu-ray features where he was like, they're misguided. I think they're very talented, but they're young. They're misguided. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, and their careers are going to fizzle out. Well, guess what, Lloyd? Psycho Gorman will tell you otherwise. Yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah, Lloyd. suck a dick, Lloyd. I think it's a testament to the quality of their, their writing, their special effects, their filmmaking in general. That even though uh, a D-bag like Lloyd Kaufman tried to push himself into the film and change it for the worse, yeah. it still 
not enough to bring it down. Exactly. Yeah. Everything about this film is great, with the minor, minor exception of the the Kaufman scenes. But it's still fucking Even fantastic. those aren't that bad. And and really, I know yeah, we keep really saying aren't. they are, but they're not. They're not. They're, they could be worse. It was, they really are, but like I said, like you said, and they're they, short. They, you can tell, they're you can quick. tell, like they were like done with this shit during it. And I think know, it was, it, it had a, it kind of had a moment where like, when I saw this movie in the theaters, the crowd actually popped when Lloyd Kaufman showed up. Mm. So it's like I get it. There's that star power the thing. The masses are fickle. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be honest too. Fucking I sheep. <laughs> I saw this movie in 2012, and I was like, hey. Like, when I was in the crowd, like, I was into it, too. But now that, like, I'm older and shit like that, I can't stand... I really can't, like, stand Lloyd that much. So, I... I yeah, like... I don't know. But either way, I give this movie a solid five. Yeah, I give it a five as well. Five out of five. Yeah, yeah. I don't normally do this, but uh, five out of five for me. Yeah. That's very rare. It is very yeah. rare from Greg. Very, you're I reserve very, that for, for very specific. You're movies. very cynical. It's a big <laughs> one. Uh, slashers. How did uh, how did you guys feel about uh, about Father's Day? Why don't you uh, why don't you tell us? You better I bet fucking, you like fucking it. loved it. One, two, three, four. <laughs> this is Slashers taking time on loan from Damn That Scary and Damn That's the movie Father's Day. My name is Jake, and with you, me, as you, us, the royal we, as always, is Doug, Adam, and Adrian. Say hello to these fucking. Pe- what do they call their fans? The damn that scaryoids. I don't. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know why, Doug. What is what is going on? He's gesturing <laughs> to you to go first. Oh, oh! I get to go first this time. <laughs> why is it that all <laughs> women are they- fucking terrible at charades? I'm going to be sexist here. <laughs> women can't charades. It's fucking canonical. Okay, what did you expect no, no, his no. hand gesture meant? <laughs> he was, but he was pointing. But his, the way I see him, it's pointing like a different direction. So it looks like he's pointing oh, at Adam. Is what fair, I'm saying. Fair, fair, yeah. So. Ah, On okay. our Patreon exclusive, I realized when Doug edited it, I, when I'm pointing to each of you, it looks as though I don't know what directions <laughs> are. I'm like, Adam, Doug, and Schmoopsy Poo. You just load in terror firmer, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. 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 Um, but yes, hello. Hey, guys, it's Aid. Hey, guys, it's Adam. Uh, more like damn that squishy, huh? Hey, it's Doug, and I just got to go throw my baby in the washing machine and give him a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Which is a reference to our Redneck Zombies episode. But here we're talking about Father's Day very quickly because we only have five minutes. Now, I, I, I'm going to start off by apologizing. As our friends on Damn That Scary do, ad nauseum, I'm sorry. Adam, will you play me the piano? I'm going to talk for 15 minutes about how sorry. I, I'm just kidding. I fucking love these guys, but I have to roast them. They'll probably edit this out. We're talking about Father's Day. And much like our intro to this clip, too goddamn long winded. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's in Sorry. trauma style. Yeah. It's an Astron Six style. Aside from the void, I mean, when you dealt with like the editor and stuff like that, they need a tighter edit. This is why we don't let people direct, write, and edit because they keep every fucking thing. And I get it to an extent because they're satirizing grindhouse films, which are very prevalent in the seventies. So pacing was a lot different. But you don't have to be that accurate. 
to be satirical, and it just feels so long in the tooth. They don't kill the MacGuffin, the red herring, until an hour into the movie. Seriously, it's becoming a trend with them, I feel like. After watching this, uh, I've talked to you guys about Psycho Gorman. It's the same thing, Doug. It's just all carrot waxing. They want to put every fucking scene that's ever popped into their head into the film. It gets to a trudge. I mean, there's some great scenes in there. I mean, like the whole chainsaw corn cob scene was fantastic but maybe pull back pull back yeah but i can definitely say for the ten thousand dollar budget i think they did a lot and uh you know pretty well done for ten thousand dollars wait what did i know we're we're like on the wrong movie no father's day was ten thousand father's day was ten thousand no yeah because there's a lot of controversy yeah what (laughs) father's day the 2011 film ten thousand dollars holy shit doug is right really ten that's what they shot redneck hey, zombies God. on. That's impressive. That's psychotic. Oh my God. They did too yeah. much with $10,000, honestly. Did, was it $10,000 in someone's firstborn child? How? Even with green no. screen, how? Well, there was some controversy behind this one because Lloyd and uh, Michael Hers, they, they, they backed up some of their savings, you know, for the $10,000 to put in this film. That's insane. I mean, there's a definite level, uh, added level of respect to that. I mean, that's that's impressive. Yeah, I'm impressed. So maybe the length is kind of a pushback of like, hey, we might have only had $10,000, but this is a feature length film, unlike a lot of them where it's like 80 minutes and like a couple of shots of reshot and then like 20 minute credits and stuff. But imagine what they would have done with that 10 grand if they pulled back like 20 minutes of that movie. And just put it into the rest of the film, you know? Oh, that could have been a masterpiece. Can we talk about how it's like unfairly kind of like poetic that God and the devil are the same thing? I'm like, this movie doesn't deserve to be that profound, right? Best part of the film. They're they're also played by Lloyd Kaufman, right? So... Which, yeah, that, like, like that's his line with it. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, it's the same person doing uh, the good guy and the bad guy. It's good for business. Like the movie industry. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought it was great. I wish it was a tighter edit towards the end because when he's like, okay, you did it. You killed the fuckman. You got me. And then it cuts to them dead. That is a great ending. And I wish, wish it had a tighter button to get to there because it like kind of meanders to that point a little bit. Overall, do we like it? I hate to say it, but I think I, I liked it. Like, I didn't want to say I liked it, but as I'm watching it, like, it was, it was nasty. I, I really don't like the whole the rape. Even if it is a man, it's disgusting. And I think they lingered that too much on that. How do you feel about the dick injections and slicing? Was that okay? Because that was consensual. He was doing it to himself. Oh, my God. I I was screaming. I was like screaming with my glass of wine. Thank God nobody was home. I was alone. And I'm just like screaming in the middle of the day. (laughs) My neighbors could probably hear me. Doug, let me ask you a question. Which is more perverse? The dick cutting or the sister fucking? Oh, you know, I got to say the sister fucking because, uh, you know, that's Pornhub. That's every page of Pornhub now. Stepsister, right? Stepsister. What are you doing? I, at first, I didn't enjoy Father's Day, but after a second viewing, it's fun. And uh, it's got dad rape. So it's like Tim and Eric meets dad rape. And, uh, you know, for all those 60 year old men that argue with you about wearing a mask and wear Reebok shoes and too high short pants. And they go and cut the grass. This is dad rape revenge. So for- if John Ritter was still alive, he'd be like a perfect dad to be raped in this. Yeah. Oh, truly. Oh, my God. No. It- these Astron 6 boys, like, they had me with the void. Uh, they've kind of lost me ever since. Not really my flavor, but honestly, I really got to respect what they did with Ten Grand. I mean, this movie did have some moments that were just 
fantastically shot, just really well done. The effects were fantastic. It just, but as a whole, eh. this is like a perfect film for my merit badge system where I'm like, I'm glad to, I have it in my repertoire in my back catalog of shit that I've seen, at least for a comparative analysis. You can compare this to movies like didn't Jonah Hill do a stop motion movie where they go to hell and all sorts of stuff like that. You know, kind of like little Nikki. Like at least I can juxtapose, Adrian. I can juxtapose this to that, and I love, I love that. So I'm always happy to have seen a horror film, unless it's a yeah. Serbian film, which I'm not going to do. Nope. But this is a good check off the list. Sister fucking is less perverse than child fucking. I will go on the record saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, they don't show that in the Serbian film, though, do they? That's my understanding well, that they, they do. do. They, they, on the new Blu-ray they put out, yes, they do. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah, let's move on. I I, I didn't hate it. I th- and, and and these movies are disgusting and nasty. And, and as, as far as, and I don't want to play the girl on the girl card, I think that this one was super entertaining for what it was. And I really liked the, the nasty score and just the effects on it were great. Boom. That was Slasher's five minutes of it. Probably a little bit more, but I'm not apologizing. Make sure to check out our bullshit show if you like this bullshit show. And we can bullshit with each other. You can leave bullshit comments and we'll leave bullshit replies. And we'll all get bullshit metadata. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Just like God and the devil, according to Lloyd Kaufman. Thank you very much. Goodbye and good die. Yes, guys, I knew you would have loved it just as much as we loved it. I really hope they love it. If they said anything bad about it, I'll fucking drive to California. I feel like it would be very strange for them not to like this movie. Yeah. If they didn't like this movie, they owe everyone free free shirts. Yeah. I think that's how it works. Is that a that's a thing they do? What? According to you, yeah. Wait, uh, wait, what? What? <laughs> what, 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 what? Um, guys, I guess this is it for Troll March. Thank fucking the Lord. I'm gonna miss it. I think I'm ready to go. You are the only one in this studio who's going to miss it. No, I'm not. No, you absolutely are because I am sick of trauma. I don't want anything to do with trauma anymore in my whole life. <laughs> you know, uh, well, once you watch, uh, once you watch Cannibal, I think you might change your mind. I'm not going mm. to watch it. Why? Really? I'm not going to watch it. It's literally a South Park movie. I kind of, you know. I feel bad that trauma has has tainted, soured your yeah. your view on them so badly that you're going to miss out on the best one. Yeah. It, it really is. It, the best it one. is. It is the best. Like, uh, uh, I mean, I think Father's Day is better than Cannibal the Musical. You know, all the um, all the negative traits of trauma that I know you hate, mm-hmm. they don't really exist in in Cannibal. Okay, and it's a musical. All right, so you can sing along. Yeah, I ain't gonna do it. And it's all oh. the voices from South Park. <laughs> okay, uh, like, fair enough. <laughs> every every voice in South Park is in this movie. Sure. So, like, you there's actually a point where you could hear Cartman's voice singing. Yeah, you're like Butters. Sounds good. He's yeah. probably in there. Yeah, Butters is in there. You like, right. like Tweak? Tweak's in there. Uh, okay, so uh, anyways, guys, uh, if you uh, if you love if you if you like this podcast and you want to reach out to us, where can you email us at? Uh, you can hit us up at damnthatscarypod at gmail You can also hit us up on the Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter at damnthatscarypod. That's right, guys. Check us out on there. Uh, Greg, in closing, any words? Any words, Greg? Love each other. There you go. Care for another. And before we sign off, guys, a quick thank you to the Slasher uh, Podcast for joining us with Troll March this month. Thank you for enduring with us. Yeah, yes. and thank you for all the fans sticking out great. sticking out for Troll March. We really I, do love you. 
I don't know how many of the fans we actually lost because of all the trauma movies we did, but hopefully it's only like three or four. Maybe. I don't know. I've had at least three or four people tell me they will never listen to this shit again. Yeah, right? Uh, They're very blunt. So, guys, be sure to go over, check out the Slashers podcast. And this week, they came out with their uh, the Redneck Zombies reviews, where they actually interviewed the director. Um, and on that note, guys, keep it spooky! spooky.